Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500 here on this uh, beautiful Wednesday, hump day, couple days left, day and tomorrow, left uh, for Tim Keller to go ahead and break the record, no wait, he already did last night, just like I told you he was going to do that, yeah, the homicide record broken uh, for the actual least tied. Three more murders uh, overnight, uh, we will start there, don't forget, you can catch us directly on Roku TV, that is Pretty much any TV that's out there has got Roku. And if not, you can get $10, plug us in, and you're ready to go, and you can watch us. Uh, you guys are breaking a record uh, this month for watching. Uh, so much for a slow summer. I'm out and about. Uh, I've never seen – well, I'm paying through the nose for rockoftalk.tv. Uh, so uh, we're going to have to do something to even that out because you guys are really consuming that. Um, we are over 2 terabytes on the amount of uh, consumption on the – uh, rockoftalk.com bleed. So that's pretty cool. So we appreciate that. You can also catch us on Amazon TV, which is a pretty neat thing. Everyone's got Amazon TV. You just download the app and you're good to go. And Apple TV, how many people have a- Apple TV? Uh, in fact, the market saturation, Roku growing, Apple staying the same, and Amazon actually dropping. And we'll talk about their stock as well. You can podcast us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And audible uh, as well we we're there all the time and uh, you can uh, check us out there i use audible for everything so uh it's so just kind of my at least a book a week where i listen in on that uh, you can app us directly at rockoftalk.tv which is free and rockoftalk.com as well and we'll bring down in here uh, momentarily but first off uh, some overnight news uh, folks yes so I got the numbers, and we can't wait for Murder Mike. I didn't ask him to come back in again today. Uh, He decided to go ahead and send me. So yesterday, we were at 68 homicides on the year, okay? 68, right? So it was 63 on the numbers, five over the weekend. We're now at 68. I mean, this is is a real number because I've gone through all of these. 112, 112, 113, 116, 122, 122, 124, 126. I mean, every month is all counted, all right there. And they're they're trying to let you know that they're keeping you safe by, oh, we're solving the crimes, we're solving the problems. They're not solving the problems, okay? Because last month was a record month. What they're trying to tell you is that by solving them, there's going to be fewer murders. And in fact, we have more murders. We are on pace for 141 after yesterday being on pace for about 138 and a half. Okay. We're on pace for 141 on the year with a total of now count them today, 71, 71 homicides. Okay. The news isn't going to tell you that they're going to underreport it. They're going to have a lagging indicator. They're going to say something's justifiable, all that. These are the numbers I'm looking at them. They say Albuquerque police department. Now they haven't been very disciplined in continuing to report this stuff because they really don't want to reveal these numbers. One, it's no fun. Two, that's their community that they're responsible for. And a part of, they are partially a part of the issue. And that's, of course, because of the DOJ. And then three, well, Tim Keller still commands the Albuquerque Police Department. We had a total, a grand total of 17, which is the highest month on record ever for the last three years, going all the way back to April of 2019 when we had 21. 
21. That's number is verifiable. 17 last month. We are now at 13. If we get one today or tomorrow, which likely will be the case, it is going to be the bloody summer. And who knows where it will stop? Because going to July, we had 10 last year, likely to be over that. August 11 last year, likely to be way over that. Tim Keller's doing nothing about it. He's throwing everything he possibly can at this. And you need to remove him from office. Uh, likely, they're not going to get that charter passed. So that isn't going to happen. So is there anything that can be done? No, it's by design. I will repeat that to you. It is by design. Embrace the suck. This is your city. You either want to live here or you just want to complain and leave. And I don't mind reporting about it, talking about it, telling you why the reasons why this is happening. And they're tracking this stuff a little bit more responsibly and it's not helping them. We don't need you to track it for us. We have been able to track it for you the entire time. Here's the latest that's coming out. This from Murder Mike uh, earlier today. And by the way, you're welcome to go ahead and uh, text in directly uh, if you like. And when he wrote this to me, I'm like, oh, well, what a surprise. What a surprise. Here it is. Three more homicides last night to report, Eddie. One around 1030 at Pennsylvania and Central. Male, two gunshot wounds to the chest. 10-7 on the scene. 10-7's code for dead. Uh, two more subjects. 10-7 resulting from an auto accident on Tingley Drive at Central. Intentionally caused no suspects. Murder Mike reporting on that. Yesterday, we went at length about the state of the city. Since it's going to be the end of the first half of the year on Friday or the beginning of the second half on Friday being uh, July the 1st, we're going to go through in its entirety along with the ESPA police blotter so we can have a little bit of comic relief and hopefully the Espanola uh, Times, uh, the uh, Rio Grande Valley Sun, will decide to go ahead and actually print that stuff because we do need to talk about it. On today's show, we'll talk about the front page of the Albuquerque Urinal. Uh, teachers can now double dip as if that's going to improve anything. The teachers themselves being paid and then now doubly paid and bringing back the uh, the people who've already gone into retirement to come back and thinking that that's going to increase, you know, enrollment in their school, dead wrong. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the January the 6th uh, as well as speed cameras. You know how bad crime is? Even the speed cameras are getting stolen. That is uh, correct. They are getting stolen. Um, the one on uh, Yale and just down the street here, I think Cornell uh, stole it. Uh, we'll also talk about abortion companies, celebrities, all endorsing it. There you say, Kathy Hochul, the governor, appointed governor of the uh, great state of New York, now coming out with $25 million that she wants to go ahead and give to people so that they can run out and kill their babies. Uh, well, we'll talk about stocks in the economy. Dowd had a good write-up on that. Something that you should be paying attention to. We'll talk about the stock market as well, including CEO pay. Not commensurate with the gains in the market. In fact, many of these companies losing. And while they're losing, the CEO pay keeps jumping and keeps jumping. Well, sort of like uh, many people out there. Well, I got a bonus. I got a check that came in. I didn't really have to work. And my pay keeps jumping, but I keep working less and less and less and less. And the same way, that, that's the new psychology of the new capitalism here in this country. Uh, recycling doesn't work. Free speech and religion, abortion clinics on uh, federal land, uh, something that they're trying to do in addition to that. And um, we'll talk about white privilege uh, as well. We'll welcome in Dowd Muska here for this hour one, uh, full of fun uh, here in the Kiva. Dowd, how are you, sir? <laughs> Speaking of white privilege, ladies and gentlemen, Dowd Muska. Um, still waiting for my white privilege to kick in. Uh, my uh, my nephew, Eddie, over the weekend played, his his band played at the Stone Pony in uh, in Asbury Park, the uh, Bruce Springsteen's uh, nightclub there. And um 
If you want to talk about white privilege, you can talk about my nephew. Uh, that child has never had a bad day in his life. Uh, I, Eddie, am less than 48 hours away on Friday. I will be broadcasting live from the home of my golden retrievers. And for people watching on TV, they'll get to see both sisters. I'll hold them up to the camera. And I know a lot of people have been dying to but view the dogs for a long time. Golden, we'll call that golden privilege. That's golden privilege. Yes, golden yes, privilege. Indeed. indeed. Yeah, I don't know if you've. Uh, oh, you... uh, Eddie. By the way, I have yes, good news to report on the yes, ESPA sir. police blotter. Earlier today, after a, several days of hearing nothing from them, uh, I had reached out, I think, twice to the Rio Grande Sun. They not only supplied a link to the fresh. Uh, police blotter, but the last wow. two police blotters, wow. they said, thank you. Thank you for reminding us. Uh, we don't always have time to get to them. And I replied, our our listeners got to have their, I said, our our listeners love the amazing crime stories of greater Española, so we've got to have our police blotter. Uh, I'm, I'll be working tonight well into the wee hours, picking out the choicest cuts from the last two ESPA blotters. And hopefully they'll understand that that will lead to an increased level of viewership, uh, you know, or a readership of their stuff. I mean, uh, I mean, I got Albuquerque Journal literally sending me. They're, they're. Uh, hold up, hold up. Wait, we got the we, Beavis and Butthead are jumping in on this uh, whole thing. That uh, uh, given that we had a very serious and somber show yesterday, uh, why not? Why don't we hear the uh, very best from uh, Beavis and Butthead on white privilege? This is a classic example of white privilege, and you both have it. Uh. What's that? Anyone want to fill them in? Um, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, so white privilege is when white people, particularly men, automatically assume they can take whatever they want. And they never have to worry about getting stopped by the police. And they have the inside track for any job they- I've got they this one, Aisha. They have the inside track for any job they want. Exactly, Gage. Thank you for that. That's white privilege. Whoa. And we have that? You sure do. I see. Whoa, I never realized this stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you've really opened up my eyes. Well, I'm glad we've been able to enlighten you. The real question is, do you think you'll be acting differently from now on? Uh, I guarantee it. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too, yeah. <laughs> Step aside, please. We have white privilege. Yeah, 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 check it out. Hey. Don't worry, it's okay. We automatically assume we can take what we want, and we don't have to worry about the police. It's okay, you didn't know. We didn't either. Good stuff now. This is what we were taught, sir. Yeah, we're subverting existing paradigms. This rules. I never thought I'd say this, but I'm glad we went to college. Yeah, it's like, now I have the skills for today's workplace. Well, let's see. What should we take next? Let's take that car. <laughs> um, but that's a police car. Beavis, you dumbass. Didn't you hear? We don't have to worry about getting stopped by the police. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Beavis. Me. Let's tear ass. <laughs> Uh, sir, maybe you didn't know, but we have white privilege. Get your hands where I can see them! I think the problem is you're just uneducated. Yeah, we're gonna get jobs on Wall Street. <laughs> just classic stuff. Uh, I've been circulating around the internet today. Hopefully you guys got a little bit of comic uh, relief, uh, not just out of that, but hopefully you're sharing that uh, absolutely everywhere. So when Dowd's talking about... Uh, 
white privilege. No, he's not, he's not getting that. But that's the way that they would see that uh, we see it. Uh, Mike Judge, uh, St. Pius X grad back in 1982. And, uh, of course, creator of Stevenson Butthead. A great way to uh, start the show uh, for today. Pretty funny stuff, Dad. Well, you got, you know, Pius X can claim what? Uh, Mike Judge and... Uh, Tim Keller. So got a lot of range in that high school. <laughs> they, can also, uh, they can also claim Eddie Aragon. Eddie Aragon. Uh, so uh, that's a good one. And they will be increasing their enrollment. They got a brand new principal and good quality product can come out of St. Pius X. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, I urge you, uh, by all means, if you haven't done so already, please follow a uh, lady by the name of Blair White, B-L-A-I-R-E, Blair White. Uh, please do that. Um, by the way, a uh, uh, Pete Dinelli writing at length, uh, suffering from a, a little bit of about facism. Uh, yeah, he's uh, getting, he's literally punching himself in the face, his most latest write up. New Mexico attorney D- Dinelli, city response to homeless encampments, this out of the New Mexico sun. Uh, so I guess apparently they'll do everything they can to sort of skirt around me. Like Carla Sontag used to love me. She's the publisher, by the way, of your New Mexico sun. Uh, Carla always doing the good work. Whatever she can do to go ahead and straddle herself around uh, every inch that she can to avoid Eddie Aragon. And then, of course, Pete Tonelli, the man who literally handpicked Eddie Aragon to go to um, Boys Nation way, way, way back in the day. Not back in 1992 after I won Boys Nation to go to Washington, D.C. and ask the first uh, question from the Rose Garden uh, and the first question uh, post. Uh, excuse me, DNC, where uh, don't stop thinking about tomorrow's own might run again, 2024, Hillary Clinton and and Bill Clinton yet once again. Remember when he was dancing because he thought that Hillary Clinton had won. Remember her? That, that, I couldn't even believe that. That's all these people care about. They're disgusting people. But going way back there, Pete Tonelli, uh, you know, picked me. He's writing uh, today. <clears throat> this is uh, kind of an incredible doubt. I know that uh, you'll enjoy this, but his about faces as he punches himself in the face. City response to homeless encampment is so very wrong on so many levels. You can go back uh, before Pete Tonelli tears it down that my response on homelessness uh, right from the very beginning was wrong on so many levels. And he is literally advocating for the very thing that he was advocating against and he was against my candidacy during the mayorship. So there you go. Uh, these are very principled uh, human beings, folks. Uh, he sits at home twiddling his thumbs, uh, collecting a government uh, cheese uh, from his retirement as uh, being a former, what was he, city attorney? I don't know what he was, some, some sort of... He wasn't mayor. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't mayor. No, I got the same percentage he did, and there was only two people in his race. So there you go. Oh, no. There was some other weird Republican who's a former law enforcement guy. Uh, by the way, a little tip for you uh, coming out today. Run a Google's news search on quote unquote suddenly died, quote unquote, suddenly died, and then put 2022 behind it. I've got an important story that uh, I will share with all of you. It's pretty, pretty, pretty sickening. I'll, I'll tell you about that uh, here momentarily. Um, but I want to wrap things up by starting out. Uh, about your mayor who is wrong on so many fronts. But particularly when it comes to the homeless and murders, which are the main two things, crime, crime, and more crime. Wasn't that what this election was all about? And you guys are out there complaining, the NIMBY crowd, the Republicans who didn't get behind me, all this kind of stuff. This uh, coming out of KOAT, 911 will no longer respond to homeless camp calls in Albuquerque. Yep, this, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, <clears throat> 
just reported uh, a few hours ago. Uh, Target 7 brought to you the story of the woman who was featured on Extreme Home Makeover 14 years ago. Her family used homeless people on their property, but those they were housing started taking advantage of them, so they stopped. Now a homeless camp keeps popping up across the street from that very woman, and she says nothing is being done. <laughs> people in New Mexico are so stupid. They wait it out, and they, I, I tell you, you guys give me – there's so much material, I don't even know what to cover every day. It's rich. It's an embarrassment of riches. It's an embarrassment for you, but an embarrassment of riches uh, for me. Now a homeless camp keeps popping up across the street and says, nothing's being done. They wait it out, then they just move back in. So all of that for nothing, said Lisa Reese, lives in Trumbull, L-E-I, because uh, that's how you spell Lisa, L-E-I-S-A. She can't even spell her own name. Reese, who lives in the Trumbull neighborhood. Recently, a homeless woman broke into her home. There it is. Hey, don't you, didn't you get all that money and notoriety? Uh, let me come take advantage of you. This woman went into the house and stayed in a couple of our beds. I guess she's not so hospitable anymore. It's unclear where the woman lives, but Reese said the last time she called 911 about the camp across from her home, she was told the police will not remove it. And hey, just, just call 311 instead. I thought, okay, so nobody has the authority to ask someone to move off of private property anymore. Uh, that's right. That's what the takeover is all about. Uh, literally, to squat on your property. We have that. We we literally have that. This is what communism looks like, folks. No property rights. Yes, call 311. We will do nothing to protect your own property. Target 7 reached out to APD, APD about their policy with homeless camps in a statement. They said, here it is, and I quote, the reason people are asked to call 311 is because solid waste is primarily responsible for cleaning up in camp. Oh, it's a solid waste issue. FCS along with ACS. There we go. Throwing these uh, acronyms at us like we're supposed to adopt these and there's something that we've always known. Also, this is how you know this is a progressive response. Also assist with outreach and resources. If there is illegal activity, officers will cite it. <gasps> will you cite it for me? Hey, can you cite what's happened? I called in. I was hoping you'd come down and make a cite report. <clears throat> or arrest depending upon what the criminal offense is established. But Mayor Tim Keller had this to say on Saturday during his State of the State address. We will not round up people. We will not force people onto the bus. We will not arrest people who have not committed an arrest-able crime. We will not pull your officers off your 911 calls for somebody passed out under a tree under New Mexico state law. Camping on private property can be can be an arrestable offense. Can be. Might be. I'm not really sure. It depends upon who the mayor is. Certainly, is not is Manny arresting people? No, he's not arresting people. Is Tim arresting people? No, he's not arresting people. What are your Republicans, Trudy and uh, Brooke uh, and uh, Wayne Johnson and the rest of them? Who'd they get behind? Uh, yeah, of course, Manny. So there you go. That, that This is the uniparty right here in the state of New Mexico. Controlled opposition. City Councilor Luis Sanchez, a Democrat. That until arrests are made for trespassing, nothing will change. Well, that's, that's mighty wide of you, brown boy. Luis Sanchez, way to go. Look at that. <laughs> we have a city and police department and an administration who does not want to make any type of arrest for any lower-level misdemeanor cases. Just register Republican, Louis, please. Okay. We need two Louis Sanchez Republicans. We must make arrests at the lowest level so that we can find the individuals who need help and need the support. No doubt he's been talking to independent uh, and union president John Willoughby. I was under the impression that we would mean that we were going to begin enforcing the existing laws in Albuquerque, and it's come to my attention through other press conferences and media releases that have made me feel that I don't think it's necessarily the intention of the administration to start imposing enforcing those laws. End quote. Homeless people targets that have been spoken to don't want to be placed in designated areas. Oh, there it is. 
So do you call it criminal if these people don't want to go ahead and cooperate or move from place to place? Is squatting and trespassing something that is an arrestable offense? According to Mayor Tim Keller, that is a no. Okay, We're not going to round up. We're not going to respond now to 911 calls. Uh, no, we're not going to do anything like that. People can go wherever they want. If you want to go sit on your neighbor's lawn all day, stay there. There's nothing that you could do. And if he shoots you, you could probably own him, his house, and everything else. And if you try to go into his house, okay, uh, he'll have to go ahead and pay for the right to kill you. But inevitably, and you'll just be another murderer. But that will be not, that will be justifiable, by the way, because you crossed into his house at that particular point, And that will not count in the homicide record. So we have total lawlessness here in the city of Albuquerque. Enjoy. Albuquerque, New Mexico. You have earned it. Uh, Pineda. Uh, who's the guy? But Raymond Pineda, Pineda. I don't like to go by bar rules or anything like that too much. You know, he says Pineda bar rules. The from Reese's home. He's been home for five years. He said if it's a creative space to live, he would stop camping on different properties. I have a creative mind, you know. It'd really be great. Reese agrees. When I see it in my mind, I visualize, I dream it up. I don't have a job. I kind of like to smoke pot. Yeah, I like to drink a lot, but I, I get creative, man. The juices start flowing. Like, there's a lot of stuff over there at the rail yards where they could set up a welder and, and a studio that would collaborate. And it's beautiful, you know? <laughs> Instead of just here, go live in a tent type of thing. I don't want that, man. I want a real house. You know, if you don't want me to be homeless, build me a real house so I'll be okay. About five years ago, APD developed a policy to not jail people on lower-level offenses, and they settled a decades-old lawsuit. Under that agreement, they are supposed to cite people for nonviolent misdemeanors inside. So here you go. Let's just all point it out in sight. In fact, you can think of the radio show just every day. We're just citing people. You know, hey, look over there. Look, Mina. That's a homeless person over there. See him? But he doesn't want us. He's going to live over there at Reese's house because unless you give him a welder and a place that he can go ahead and create, he likes to get creative. He's not going to move over there. He'll continue to squat at Reese's house, and he's not a danger. He's just hanging out. You know, the Reese's, they, he's, they're going to be on Channel 7 again. They're going to get recognized for total homeless makeover. There it is. There's your solution, folks. You've earned it, Albuquerque. Just remember, this is not a drill. Embrace the suck, and this is by design. Doubt your thoughts on the... Uh, Sort of uh, a final two cents, if you will, on this. Well, we've heard about a right to health care and a right to housing and a right to daycare. I've never heard about a right to welding equipment. Uh, our our our, uh, our troubled person here uh, down at the rail yards wants to uh, set up some welding equipment. I think uh, I was listening to Adam Carolla the other day who grew up in, in poverty and a lot of self-destructive behavior in the San Fernando Valley in California, and he said... Uh, don't don't feel too bad for poor people. I grew up with these people, and he he talked about how all his friends, the minute they got a dollar, they would just blow it on weed or beer. Or uh, one guy got a judgment, I guess he got hurt somehow, and he spent all the money flying out to ho- to Hawaii, getting stoned, and then flying back to Southern California. Um, uh, I'm not so confident that if we bought this man uh, welding equipment, that he would start. Uh, making use of his life, Eddie. Uh, I just, just count me among the skeptics, among uh, the uh, people who uh, are doubting the right to welding equipment. Uh, so, sorry, sorry, Reese. I'm going to take a pass on on using my tax dollars for your welding equipment. We've got some real <laughs> problems here in this city, and you guys uh, don't want to do anything to do it uh, to solve them. Uh, what you do want to do is continue to elect the same old, same old. You have the same sheriff and the same mayor. And guess what? The problems are twice 
what they were before. There it is. We could just dream it, make it happen. Mr. Pineda, see, I'm just going to continue squatting right where I'm at and drink what I want to drink and, you know, live where I want to live. And that's the lawlessness that has become Albuquerque, New Mexico. Maybe it always was. 429, back in four. Stay tuned. we got a lot to uh, talk about here on this edition of The Rock of Talk. here in the Kiva. Well, uh, our lives have changed a lot since Donald Trump is no longer president of the United States. And they continue to try and go after him uh, at every turn. And we have the, uh, I, don't, I don't know what you want to refer to this as, the ridiculous trials. And I think they kind of put a, you know, they finally put a, they're done. They've got nowhere to go. Uh, they're trying to run on January 6th and it's not going to work out uh, too well for them. Uh, uh, unfortunately for them, unfortunately for us, uh, they don't have a leg to stand on uh, this whole ridiculousness that's been playing out and we haven't needed to cover because they've got no Republicans who are jumping on board. I think the conservatives are taking the bait in the sense that they feel like Donald Trump needs to defend himself. And here yet, uh, despite the fact that Donald Trump or uh, any pro-Trump Republican isn't even up there doing it again, it's sort of like God just is opening up the heavens and showing you, look, the, look what's happening. Look how stupid you are. Just let them fall on their own sword. I don't even know if anybody uses that uh, terminology anymore, but that's really what you got with the Democrats. You don't have to you just let them hang themselves, give them enough rope, and they will absolutely run with it because they've got nothing else to run on. And the latest is this uh, aid for Mark Meadows. Have you been following this at all, Dowd? Have you been checking this out? Not one moment. <laughs> okay. um, Although from what I hear, Eddie, the, the accusation of this tantrum and grabbing the wheel, there were people in, now in the car who say they will come forward and testify that that never happened. Yeah, uh, that's, that's yeah. exactly it. I mean, uh, they, they, they never even consulted with the Secret Service. You guys have been listening to conservative radio. They've all been been covering it. And there just is nothing there. Plus, uh, as Clay and Buck have pointed out, and also Sean uh, pointed out earlier this afternoon, you know, everything that is being committed to is all hearsay so there is no there there there's nothing that they could possibly get donald trump on so how did we end up here well one you have a media who needs a story besides the failing economy the uh, huge inflation the war in the ukraine and they need a win and they're searching everywhere two they don't want Donald Trump to be the one who comes out of this and takes advantage. And, you know, to be quite honest, I think Donald Trump needs to go into retirement. That's that's my own personal preference. And 
I certainly hope that that happens. But the more they want to go down this, I, I guess I'd be okay if Donald Trump decides that he ultimately wants to run. I mean, after all, we have a, a man who's completely senile. It certainly appears that uh, another uh, another commitment from Donald Trump today. He's he's coming out with a um, rally in Alaska. I was trying to imagine that. That that's a long way to go for a rally, doubt. Uh, um, but he thinks he can rally the troops up in Alaska, and uh, why why not? He he would have the list and and know and just, and think about how amazing that would be, right? I mean, you'd be like, what? In Alaska, there'd be enough people to gather to go ahead and support uh, Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah, is he doing that for Sarah Palin? I remember she came out pretty early in endorsing him. I don't know if he's doing it for anybody or if he's just going up there. Uh, I have not paid attention. I would—I was never a fan of hers, as you know. She ran alongside um, McCain, and I did vote for McCain because uh, there's no way in hell I'd ever vote for a guy by the name of Barack Obama, much less Barack <laughs> Obama himself. I, I just wouldn't. That's just—that's—that's that's just me. Um. But three is when you get people who are trying so hard and you see the list of people who are there on the front, the January 6th committee. And these are people who are fighting. They're literally fighting for their lives, their political lives. Uh, I think Cheney doesn't have a chance, right? There's no chance in Wyoming for her. She's, She's trying to say that she's doing... I don't know, this and that. She asked questions of this Cass, Cassidy. What what a name, huh? Cassidy Hutchinson. Uh, no, no offense to other people named Cassidy, but this woman uh, obviously had practiced and been coached at length. Because there's no question here, there is uh, almost this rote memorization as if she is not even experiencing it as she's saying it. There's no emotion one, she's reporting it by hearsay, uh, hearsay. But, but two, uh, I think even more importantly than that, there's just no commitment other than, hey, we found someone who's willing to go ahead and do our bidding. Take a listen. This coming directly from the Associated Press. This was when I returned to the White House. I walked Cassidy Hutchinson to staff's office, and I noticed Mr. Renato lingering outside of the office. Once we had made eye contact, he quickly waved me to go into his office, which was just across the hall from mine. No, no, I'm, let's stop there. You know, we can get into the Ghislaine Maxwell, the sentencing, and all that kind. Of, doesn't that sound exactly like every Me Too coach that's coming? Weren't the same people who coach this person? Aren't they the same people who are coaching all the Me Too movement people? I mean, this is the very same people as far as I'm concerned. It's the same. Her delivery come across like this. This sound like uh, Justice Kavanaugh all over again. It, like you, you, you could almost put these and none of the conservative people are talking about this. Like you could put this person and the woman who was going after Kavanaugh from, you know, 1982 or whatever it was like. It's like the same delivery. No different. When I went in, he shut the door. And I noticed Bobby Angle. Who's- huh? huh? It told me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Listen, I mean, it is dead on. It's coached from the top to bottom. Dowd, did you just not like it? The first thing, as soon as when I went in the door, <laughs> like, you know, like you're, you're almost about to uh, wait to hear her say how she felt like <laughs> Christine Blassie Ford had a slightly more Minnie Mouse in her, though. She was a little more elevated. A little squeak. The squeak factor was a little higher with her. The, the, the professional, yes. I'm surprised nobody is talking about that. I've yet to see one person who is talking about this out there, but that's exactly what I see. Let's, let's listen to more of this. Mr. Trump's security detail sitting in a chair, just looking somewhat discombobulated and a little lost. <laughs> 
Like, um, she would even know. I looked at Tony and he had I said, I looked at him. Did you effing hear what happened in the Beast? Oh. I said, no, Tony, I, I just got back. What happened? Tony proceeded the to pause. Tell me, the dramatic pause, the setups, right? Like she's writing it from one of the filthy, dirty novels that some strange women read when they don't have a significant other, right? Like they're just blazing through the pages right there. It's just, she's, she's got every new one, every, like she's going through it. There's no Q&A. There's no, was this this? And then this, and to your recollection, to the best of your knowledge, to the best of your ability, did you see this? Did you, what, what happened then? What's next? Like nothing. This is just a giant run-on sentence. Let's, let's, this is so good. Let's do it again. When I returned to the White House, I walked upstairs towards the when chief of staff's office, and I noticed Mr. Renato lingering outside. She's reading from her eyelids, by the way. Office. Once we had made eye contact, he quickly waved. Nobody me. says that. Once we had made eye contact. The, when I remembered me going back, once we had made eye contact, no, one's, no one is ever making that level of commitment was as they're commenting on anything. This is how you know this is total BS and totally and completely unbelievable. To go into his office, which was just across the hall from mine. When I went in, he shut the door. And I noticed Bobby Angle, who is the head of Mr. Trump's security detail, sitting in a chair, looking somewhat discombobulated and a little lost. Um, and I, I looked at Tony and he had said, did you effing hear what happened in the beast? <laughs> No, Tony, I, I just got back. What happened? Tony proceeded to tell me. Tony proceeded to tell me, like totally written When the order. president got in the beast, he was under the impression from Mr. Meadows that the off-the-record movement to the Capitol was still possible and likely to happen, but that Bobby had more information. So once the president had gotten into the vehicle with Bobby, he thought that they were going up to the Capitol, and when Bobby had relayed to him we're not. We don't have the assets to do it. It's not secure. We're going back to the West Wing. The president had very strong, very angry response to that. Very strong, um, very angry. Tony described him as being irate. Tony described him. Hearsay. The president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president. Take me up to the Capitol now. Tony told me that. He said this. Which Bobby responded, sir, we have to go back to the West Wing. Oh. It was president the moment we saved the country. Reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. To grab at the steering wheel. Not grab the steering wheel, Mr. grab Angle at it. Grabbed his arm. <sighs> said, sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel. Oh, did he grab Go at on. it? Is that the way you describe it? Or did he actually grab the steering wheel? Because if you were there, you'd be able to say, grab at, ah, oh, lunge for it. Uh, he had his hand on the steering wheel. So right there, there's a lie. There's like 12 things over here that I've already counted. That you're a you're a you're an effing liar. Back to the West Wing. We're not going to the Capitol. Mr. Trump then used his free hand to lunge towards Bobby. Oh, used the free Mr. as Mr. if it was written perfectly. He then used his free hand to like if you've ever read these novels, if you ever read these things, this was literally written for her. This story to me, he had motioned towards his clavicles. Back being pushed into the room you say you don't know quite by whom uh but that it was brett kavanaugh that covered your mouth to prevent you from screaming um and then you escaped how are you so sure that it was he 
Uh, the same way that I'm sure that I'm talking to you right now, it's uh, just basic memory functions um, and uh, also just the level of norepinephrine and epinephrine in the brain that sort of, as you know, encodes that neurotransmitter encodes memories into the hippocampus and <laughs> so the trauma related experience then is kind of locked there whereas other details kind of drift. <laughs> So I am a robot. Us, uh, the reason why not. this happened is because I can literally describe how a memory gets trapped in me because it was coached to me as a and like you can't get enough of this stuff. There it is now. Eddie, I'm having flashbacks. I'm having yeah, flashbacks. Uh, oh, but oh, some, Christine Blasey Ford. Somehow, <sighs> conservative media gets lulled into this whole entire you know process of well, let's go through the let's take. Even our audience. We're going to take the liberal audience is already committed to this. Why don't we put our see you haven't spent any time on this. I haven't spent any time. We our audience hasn't spent any time because this is all bupkis. Nobody cares about this. No one's sitting around thinking that anything that these people are saying has any truth to it. It's like we've seen this all before. I just showed you how. And that's about as far as we need to go. That's about as much mind as you need to pay attention to. Just leave it there. So the other people, whoa, we really got it. Oh, we're all over Twitter, we're all over media. We need to keep push, pushing this stuff. You'd be like, uh, why? What a colossal waste of my time. I think I'm going to go hang out with my kids. I'm going to, you know, you know, go play with my dogs. I think I'm going to go, you know, to the golf course, go develop a new hobby, uh, trade my stocks, uh, figure out how I'm going to go ahead and deal with the next downturn in the, in the economy. Like, you've got better things to do. Again, more distractions, getting you paying attention, and it shouldn't get you in any way, shape, or form emotion. Because if you're just looking at the structure of this, if you're just paring back just a little bit, and you're saying, okay, where have I seen this before? This is familiar. You would go directly to, you know, I believe her. Didn't we go about this for how long, right? And you had all these emotional tantrums by these politicians, Kamala Harris included, and we can't believe that we're, you know, and like, what? We've got the Supreme Court. You guys can do whatever else that you have, that you want to do with the executive and the 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 legislative parts. And no, we'll be in total lockdown anyway. I mean, let's let's face it here. I mean, we, we're going to 2024 no matter what. We're not even facing 2022, so there's midterms. Basically be locking down, preventing them from doing anything else. Thank God they don't have the bully. But thank God we have, what's that, West Virginia, uh, Joe Manchin? Thank God for Joe Manchin. Right now, he's the only thing that's holding this country together besides the Supreme Court. Nobody else will tell you that because nobody else is recognizing that. They're too busy getting involved, coming up with, drumming up material that they just don't need to be paying attention to. I feel like it's a colossal waste of time on so many mediums. What we should be doing is spiking the football. We should absolutely be spiking the football right now. This is time. We don't gloat. That, that's bad sport. That's bad form. We don't do that. You know, I was starting to think about this as, I'm, as I was reading today. <clears throat> you know, yesterday was a very a sort of moving program for me. I committed a lot to that, and there was a lot there. You know, I felt, you know, good about the overall program, what I shared, especially against the transgenders and, you know, against, uh, you know, LGBTQ. What is it? Uh, uh, let Joe Biden go. What was the LGBTQ? What was that? It was so Let's awesome. get Joe Biden to quit. Let's get Joe Biden to quit. That's the LGBTQ. That's perfect. <clears throat> so I was looking at, I feel like we're at the beginning of things like the epoch, the, 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 the Genesis, if you will. And you go back to creation. Cause that's what we're all fighting about. Abortion creation. Right. I mean, isn't that literally what we're, what we're talking about? 
<clears throat> Remember in Genesis, they told us to be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. And yesterday I said some things that some people might take offense to, but I don't think our audience would. They'd say, be like, well, that's about right. Yes, we don't want those people to reproduce. We don't want them to be fruitful and go multiply and fill the earth. No, uh, there's all sorts of ugly. We don't need more of that type of stuff. And these, these are godless, soulless people. These people, as you know, in Genesis, what, what, what happened with Eve? They, these people were seduced into rebellion by Satan who came and snuck up on them, right? Who snuck up on them and committed them just saying, hey, it's okay. Who told you, you know, who told you were naked? Who told, like, here it is. This is creation myth. It comes right here. This is like an important story. Sin and shame, they have none of it. They don't, they, they don't apologize for it. In fact, they want to rub it in your face. No matter how much you might disagree with it, they want you to accept it. And in any way, enabling it and accepting it is essentially pushing for it, marketing it for it, Okay. Because these, and somebody said in an earlier broadcast, one of the senators or representatives said, said today, like Joe Biden's party, Joe Biden is the party of death and destruction, not the party of life, not the party of love. It is death and destruction. And it's all around us. It's all around us here in the city of Albuquerque. Okay. And we do know something about evil and darkness and Satan is it, it creates false drama. So that you can get involved and get hooked in and get, oh, wow, wow, this feels so real. It must be real. It's not real. None of it is real. This is all made for TV drama. Okay. This is all unreal. You need to realize that we aren't lost. We don't pay attention to this stuff, but we need to make sure that our conservative leaders and our conservative hosts and all the various, we don't need to be wishing people happy Juneteenth or recognize the importance of Juneteenth or the LGBTQ community, or recognize, uh, you know, Indigenous Peoples Day any more than we represent, uh, you know, Hispanic Heritage Month or Black, uh, 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 what is it, Black History Month. We don't need to recognize these things. That's not what makes us exceptional. What makes us exceptional is the founding of this country. I mean, we are truly blessed. There's, you are about to get rid of this country if you continue to enable or empower these people. And I do mean these segmented groups in any way, shape, or form. In any way, shape, or form, okay? Because this is all about promoting their worldliness, which leads to the fall of our country, leads to the fall of every man. And now we can't even distinguish between a man and a woman at this point. So let's just go through, and I start, started thinking about, you know, since it's kind of funny, the timing of this. I mean, it really is sort of biblical, the time and the way this whole thing is kind of set up. You're like, what? We're sort of living in sort of a magnificent time, you know, where, where the, all the forces are coming together. We're on the, the cusp of World War III. You know, the economy is going into a, a point where of possibly no return. We're about to switch entirely of any value where people are getting paid to not work. Like everything is up is down. It's topsy-turvy. The, Satan has completely twisted this world. Okay? The darkness has twisted this world. They're melting it and they're saying that darkness is the light and it simply is not. Seeds, right? Very first thing. The seeds that are planted, the seeds that are dropped, that is us. That is we. What is? What do we do? We create. We grow. We live. And you go through all these things, light, 
that was coming in, separating the darkness from the light. Well, what you know, you don't have to be biblical about this. You don't have to be a believer, but you know that there is a time to go to sleep. There's a time for every season. There's a time for things to happen, and a things for a time for things not to happen. And folks, this is your time. This is it. This is where the rubber meets the road. Where you get to kind of prove your resolve, and that's showing itself. And you don't even, just like Donald Trump, doesn't even have to step into the room for the truth to be illuminated, exposed, shown to you without having to lift a single finger. Giving life, multiplying, of course we don't want these people to reproduce. And if they want their right to abortion, let them have it with whatever blue state they want to go ahead and be in. And that includes in the state of New Mexico. There's nothing that man can do to stop it. God will only show you that this is not the right way and these people will be judged by the fruits of which they create. Out of all of these things that were created, what was not created within those seven days? It's the very thing that's destroying. And that's human beings. Men and women are not part of the creation myth. <laughs> that's correct. We are not part of that. Men and women, men and women came after that. In fact, animals were here before all of us. We are here to be stewards. We are here in sort of a divine level of presence to exude and compete and please our maker, whether you think you have one or you don't, whether you can identify them or you can't, okay? You didn't come from nothing. This isn't this primordial soup that we all evolved from. You can have all your thoughts. And let me, let, me, let me assure you, folks, that there's plenty of other worlds out there, and that doesn't make you less or more Christian if you believe in that. We are at the edge of our perception. Right now, the United States government is on the almost reveal of the discussion about its nine ships that it has in the Area 51 desert, which is what I'm more focused on than I think about anything. That seems to be me the most interesting thing. I think if anything's going to save us is to say that, hey, you know what? We're not alone. And God represents all of that, whatever God happens to be for you or it, and nobody can define it except through the prism of their own sphere. Ours happens to be the earth. Theirs happens to be NB25463. If you catch my drift and you know what I'm saying, we as earthlings or we as humans or we as Christians don't have to destroy ourselves. But we're on that path because we continue, because we continue to want bad for ourselves because you're just so hell-bent on, you've been so hell-bent on losing for so long that you're just looking for any win. And what will you do? You'll create your own win and get other people and you'll gaslight them to accept your truth. When may, may not even exist. Those principles that are here for our truth here in this earth, in this universe, if you will, they're also there probably for everywhere else. They're probably all the same. They're the things that make you live or die. And if any of that is confusing uh, to you, I think maybe you should meditate a little bit more on what makes us ex exceptional as people. Because lying, making up lies, gaslighting people, and getting people to vote so you can win an election, having those type of short-term views and goals ain't going to go ahead and uh, you know cut it for us. Let me tell you. Because if it's up to us, we're out to destroy ourselves, folks. Every single one of us. New Mexico is all about that. Albuquerque is all about that. 
when will we stop? 550, 50, 500. That's 550, 50, 500. A lot more to get to. I guess we'll deal with it in more practical terms and more, uh, hey, Eddie, can you talk to us in, in, in real terms and things that we can grasp and we can actually understand? I think the problem is, is we are talking too much about these things that we understand and we think that we know too much and people want answers. And the problem is, is you have to find those answers for yourself, but you know what the truth is. Your transgender, your LGBTQ, your people who are race baiters, they know what the truth is. But they can't stand it. The darkness absolutely wants to encapsulate the light. Um, I think we'll leave it there as far as January 6th, and I'm glad, Dowd, you haven't paid attention to it, not one iota. That's not as much as you need to go ahead and do it. <laughs> Focus on the, uh, the meaningful stuff there, uh, Mr. Aragon. I've been uh, saving this quote for a long time, and I've been meaning sure. to drop it into the Daily, the daily Blast. It's from the uh, Roman poet and satirist uh, Juvenal. Never does nature say one thing and wisdom another. Uh, that man was not a Christian, uh, obviously. Uh, I think the wisdom of studying the world and the universe and the natural order of things, and you can bring your own particular religious or spiritual faith into that, uh, is, is uh, we would be fools to ignore that. And what I see now in our from our cultural elites, Eddie, whether it's the celebration of killing children in the womb, uh, the idea that a man can become a woman if he feels that way, a woman can become a man. Yep. It's this, it's this revolt against the sort of natural wisdom of the of the natural order of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm a libertarian. Go live your life however you want. But this automatic <laughs> infantile revolt against uh, you know tradition and order and biological reality, uh, these are people, Eddie, and I'm starting to think more and more. The more I observe them, the more that I read the things that they're saying, the more I see these protests, the more I think that these are people who are just profoundly mentally ill. Uh, and the sad thing is they have an enormous amount of influence in our, in our society, our economy, and our culture. And I, I'm a broken record, folks. I'm nearing 50 years old i've never seen our country like this this is uh this is freaking even me out yeah i think uh i like like the way you phrase that natural order of things the principles the physics of the world the things that we need to go ahead and think about there are things there are truths that are out there it's up to you to go ahead and find them and for you to actually be honest with yourself and get behind those things as well back up to the top of the hour news thanks everybody for listening on am 1600 kiva abq.fm rockoftop.com hour two up next Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, Q.FM, Rock of Talk.com. Hour 2 coming at you from the ABQ 
where everything is fixed and it's a great experiment uh, in the Petri dish of New Mexico owned by the federal government and uh, made to fail by design each and every day because only a state and city uh, that is run this way can only be done so on purpose. You have to be, you can only get things this wrong if you're doing it on purpose 24 7 and that's exactly what tim keller and the democrats are consistently doing uh we've got uh, d dowd musco with us so before we get to him roku tv amazon fire apple tv podcasting on stitcher soundcloud and spotify and you can of course download us at rockoftalk.tv rockoftalk.com and subscribe directly at rockoftalk.chat we got to get into some uh some abortion uh talk uh their reaction uh of course they're going to come back after we took away their rights uh, your right to destroy life. Uh, you have the right to murder. Uh, okay, sure. I I suppose. Uh, D. Dowd uh, Musco. We're getting in get into some ridiculousness. You ever uh, see that show with uh, Rob? I don't know the guy's last name, but it it runs like twenty four seven. It's like uh, it, it's like um, I would say America's uh, home videos with lots of violence and stupid uh, setups. It's funny. I could watch it for hours on end. But MTV. MTV, yeah, ridiculousness. Huh? You know. uh, I'm just, I, I'm just. Let me allow me, Eddie, to interrupt your frivolity and inject some seriousness into the broadcast today. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, the, My the, the Bernalillo County Court of Wills, Estate, and Probate oh. uh, has closed due to COVID. All right, oh. don't ever think that we're free of COVID. Uh, no. It was, it's going to be closed until Tuesday, July 5th. So I guess uh, we were Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, so and then, well, Tuesday. Oh, they go back to so at least what a four four and a half day weekend for the workers there they want to stop any possible spread to other staff members or the public there was one positive case at the bernalillo county court of wills estate and probate they've shut everything down until next week and on top of that bill nelson Bill Nelson, the NASA administrator for Joe Biden, he is vaxxed and he is boosted and he just tested positive for COVID. So that's your COVID update, folks. I know you were all waiting on that. There it is. Uh, <laughs> be careful. Don't barbecue. Don't go outside. Don't go forest. Don't do anything like that, uh, folks. Uh, you, uh, your health is at risk. Uh, and uh, by all means, please go get yourself vaxxed today. I, I'm being sarcastic, of course. I would never recommend such idiocy, but uh, I've been doing that and it's falling on deaf ears. Uh, oh, I'm a listener, and I uh, got vaxxed. I've been vaxxed, and you know, um, uh, I've been having you know, heart attacks. Uh, go ahead again, Google. Uh, what what is it? Uh, sudden death in quotes, and then 2022, and just look what uh, what look what pops up. Uh, in fact, let me let me start here. I'll read your text uh, here momentarily. This is. <clears throat> that white privilege. How about that? Huh, Dad? That was quite the that's so story of my life. Story of my life. White yeah. privilege. You no, know, the only reason why you've been so incredibly successful. <laughs> why you've been that, those funny. trust fund checks come on the first of every yeah. month. Absolutely. There it is. All right. So take a listen to this. We'll we'll we'll, we'll go to the abortion stuff here momentarily. This one comes from the Desert Review. February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2022. Updated my birthday, 2022. <clears throat> Two healthy high school basketball players died suddenly on the same day. Cameron Wheatley, a 17-year-old senior. Yes, I, uh, let me repeat that. A 17-year-old senior at Bremen High School. I don't know where Bremen is. I don't even know where this 
is uh, what's the desert review? Do you know uh, it's the Imperial Valley in Southern California. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, always ahead of me. Collapsed during a game with Chicago High School on February 2022. Meanwhile, in East Texas, Devontae Muffrey collapsed on the same day. <laughs> And also died from sudden cardiac arrest. Devonte, a very uh, old, fifteen years of age, was a basketball standout who was nominated for Mr. Texas Basketball Player of the Week after scoring forty-five points in a single game in January. As a freshman, Mumphrey was named the District Newcomer of the Year. Mumphrey's family had already dealt a tragedy a couple years ago. His younger cousin died uh, following a battle with brain cancer. <clears throat> Articles published in the Desert Review have dealt not only with brain cancer, but with the many increases and collapses of sudden deaths in young athletes. Now, the chances of an otherwise healthy adolescent dying of sudden cardiac arrest, uh, death, sudden cardiac death, SCD, I guess. There it is. That's how you know the liberals and the progressives got a hold of it. They stuck an acronym to it. They, you know, minimize. Oh, it's, a, it's something that we're addressing, a sudden cardiac death. We're looking into it. We've gathered some cases. We have our best people on the case and they're looking into SCD and you know we see SCD amongst we're trying to find you know the, the pattern if you will the background sudden cardiac death is scarce and have been estimated in PubMed studies whatever that is at roughly 1 in 200,000 we should see reports of these events no more than a few times in a decade yet you saw about them in the same Day. And we read about them nearly every day. Why? She writes. Here we are. I have something more unusual than exploding supernova lighting up in the daytime sky. Yes. Yes. Even more unlikely than an exploding supernova lighting up the daytime sky is two boys dying on the very same day. And here's the catch. We see something almost in common as a meteor striking Earth and destroying dinosaurs. The extinction meteor actually is about 100 times less common. What we witnessed is an event so incredibly unlikely that it should not have occurred in our lifetimes, much less on the same, di- same day, nor in the time the human race has existed on the planet. Some 300,000 years, because the event I'm referring to should only occur once every 625,000 years. Uh, doubt our human beings that old. <laughs> Uh, homo sapiens aren't no (laughs) no they're not for two high school basketball players to die of cardiac arrest suddenly on the same day without any other causative factors would be one in two hundred thousand squared or one in 40 billion in other words there's seven billion people on the planet it would never happen however you may ask how unlikely is such an event? Your lifetime risk of being struck by lightning is 1 in 18,000. Your lifetime risk of being struck twice is 1 in 18,000 squared or 1 in 324 million, assuming there are no other hidden risk factors like continuing to go back out into the forest. So, for example, if you climb Mount Whitney, every summer your chances would be much greater as the summit of this mountain is frequently struck by lightning, and there's warming to that effect. But assuming you don't climb the thunderstorm-ridden mountain peaks every year, your chance of lightning strike injury would be closer to 1 in 18,000. That's the chance of two healthy high school students dying of SCD on the same day is 123 times less likely than 40 billion divided by 324 million than you getting struck twice by lightning in your lifetime. 123 times less likely. For another comparison, the chance of two people on Earth having identical fingerprints is estimated at 1 in 64 billion. So you get the point. 
On page 576 of an article, Sudden Death in Young... In the young, Dr. Molander writes about myocarditis, which can be fatal. Since we know mRNA vaccines are associated with heart inflammation, which increases the rate of myocarditis, a known risk factor in sudden death, the vaccine is the most likely cause for the sudden deaths seen in both Cameron and Devante and on the same day. Absent any risk factors, the odds of such an event occurring naturally would be, statistically speaking, impossible. That's right, folks. Impossible. So we can look at all the VAERS information, you can look at JAMA, you can look at all these types of things, but we all know the answers to this. We all know what is happening. But yet we continue to induce the vaccination in people. In fact, my young children came to me today, Dowd. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they uh, told me as they visited the doctor at the University of uh, New Mexico, and as you do know that they are both products of a pediatrician, they refused. <clears throat> yes, I'm very proud of myself. They refused the vaccine today. Old Sam wow. and, and Sebastian refused the vaccine. Eddie, did they try to give that to your boys without one of the pre one of the parents present? Oh, she was present. Oh, okay. I was going to say, ooh, no, <laughs> that no, would have been ooh. present, but uh, you know, I didn't need to be present. Uh, sure, we, sure. He got rewarded with uh, two number fours with a side of a uh, slice, <laughs> slice of bacon and light on the hash browns and a straight trip to Sprouts for some more OSHA. So that's the way that went. So I'm sure that isn't uh, appreciated uh, by the other uh, parent. But uh, when you see stuff like this happen, you know that isn't, it isn't a preventive measure, that it is literally mRNA, Moderna mRNA. Okay. When you literally are modifying the mRNA, amaderna, okay, it is not a vaccine. It is gene therapy. Gene therapy, folks. So there you go. See, I can be a good parent, saving my kids' lives. Kind of awesome, right? Hopefully, you're doing the same uh, type of responsible thing. And uh, speaking of saving lives, let's get into abortion, shall we? Boy. Now, we don't need to get into, uh, but, you know, it, again, I'll say just like I said yesterday, abort the Democrat Party. Abort the Democrats. And if they find that to sound violent, tell them abortion is violence. Literally, that's all I have to tell them. Oh, I thought abortion violent. was health care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're on fire today, baby. Abort the Democrats. Give them health care. <laughs> abort the Democrats. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> let's... Uh, well, there's Tim, Timmy, Timmy City holding the line, huh? Holding the line. So uh, this came out today, and I looked at this and I said, well, of course, there's always a reaction coming from the Democrats. Uh, it, it's never lost on them. And the reaction always has to do, how do we skirt everything? Now, AOC is like, whoa, we need, I demand to open abortion clinics in red states. Well, how do they do this? How are they going to get this done? That's why I'm saying, like, you're not going to go ahead and be able to stop them. They're going to do everything possible, but they will blame you regardless of whether or not it is possible. Okay. They'll figure out a way. This is like these people who are consistently blaming everybody else for all that ails them. Oh, if you didn't have this viewpoint of me, if you didn't have this opinion, if, if you didn't think this way, then I wouldn't be like this. Like, wow, I have a tremendous amount of power. How do, how do, I, how do I have so much power over you? Uh, must be some of that uh, <clears throat> white white privilege. <laughs> Let, let's go again to white privilege. This is uh, this is we we. I just got to play this. It's just 
it's just too darn good. We played this first hour. Don't miss it. This is um, another uh, a little repeat here from uh, earlier. Take a listen. This is good stuff. Uh, Beavis and Butthead on White Privilege. Here we go. And you both have it. Wow. <laughs> this is a classic example of white privilege. And you both have it. Uh, what's that? Anyone want to fill them in? Um, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, so white privilege is when white people, particularly men, automatically assume they can take whatever they want. And they never have to worry about getting stopped by the police. And they have the inside track for any job they- I got they this one, Aisha. They have the inside track for any job they want. Exactly, Gage. Thank you for that. That's white privilege. Whoa. And we have that? You sure do. I see. Whoa. I never realized this stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You've really opened up my eyes. Well, I'm glad we've been able to enlighten you. The real question is, do you think you'll be acting differently from now on? Uh, I guarantee it. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too, yeah. <laughs> Step aside, please. We have white privilege. Yeah, 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 check it out. Don't worry, it's okay. We automatically assume we can take what we want, and we don't have to worry about the police. It's okay, you didn't know. We didn't either. Good stuff now. This is what we were taught, sir. We're subverting existing paradigms. <laughs> This rules. <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, but I'm glad we went to college. Yeah, it's like, now I have the skills for today's workplace. Well, let's see. What should we take next? Let's take that car. <laughs> um, but that's a police car. Beavis, you dumbass. Didn't you hear? We don't have to worry about getting stopped by the police. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Beavis. Me. Let's tear ass. Uh, sir, maybe you didn't know, but we have white privilege. Get your hands where I can see them! I think the problem is you're just uneducated. Yeah, we're gonna get jobs on Wall Street. <laughs> I mean, that is just so, so right on, so spot on. So, of course, um, the left will continue to blame us for everything that they are or aren't able to do. I mean, even the fact that Roe versus Wade, you know, somehow that will end up being right, white privilege, the, per the very person that they're attacking, uh, the one person they're attacking in the midst of all this and every Supreme Court decision happens to be the one black person uh, that is on the Supreme Court, which is, you know, notable, uh, at, at least uh, something that should garner a little bit of your attention. Let's not forget uh, the party of slavery happens and still is uh, the Democrats. Uh, most black people who uh, are enslaved by the Democrat Party mindset, you're still slave, believe it or not. doesn't matter if you have uh, full-fledged voting, if we set up an entire party called the Republican Party, literally to abolish slavery. Uh, it doesn't matter if the first nine blacks that were elected in this country to the uh, U.S. Congress uh, were all Republicans. It, it really doesn't matter because you are slaves. You're slaves. I mean, that's just complete and total gaslighting. And, you know, that's what you get. So um, in the mental manipulation and gymnastics and the 
darkness and really the satanically driven, uh, if you will. It's a, it really is a very, very dark, deep force uh, uh, within the Democrat Party. They have decided to figure a way to uh, go ahead and continue to do abortions wherever the hell they want. And I believe that's probably the way that they would phrase it. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, wants... Uh, Let's just hear what this uh, crazy ass woman is uh, screaming about. Uh, she is nonstop. With the babyest of the babyest of the baby steps, open abortion clinics on federal land. Right now, right now, right now. Run the world! Run the world, women! Yeah. Oh, I just can't. You guys, just all sorts of stupid. And if any of you find her attractive at all, she'll definitely be on the presidential ticket. It'll be, uh, you know, my black ass, uh, Michelle Obama, on with uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And you're going to have all these. And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen is most of the black people are going to be like, we're finally done with this. We're, we're tired of you turning us into a voting category. Not all black people think alike. Uh, not all black people are liberal. Not all black, you know, you're going to have a, a, a movement within the African-Americans, if you will. I don't know. What, what do you guys want? What, how do you want to refer to this? I, I don't know what I need to say. You know, black, black people that are just literally going to say, you know what? We're God-fearing. We love our families. Uh, we like to keep our families together. And we are not who Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and uh, Michelle Obama and all the rest of these race baiters think that we are. They're going to go back to their conservative values. Trust me. It's going to happen. That's the pushback that you're going to continue to see because they can't even take this anymore. It, it defies any and all reason. It really does. And any any kind of good sense at this point. OK, you know that you become government dependent. You know that you, that, you know, it, it, Margaret Sanger. Let's talk about uh, the racist that she was. And let's not talk. Uh, let's not forget uh, the kinds of compliments that came from Hillary Rodham Clinton of uh, Margaret Sanger, who was literally a uh, complete and total racist. It was set out, if I'm not mistaken, uh, doubt. I think we uh, revisited this just a, a day ago or two, where yep, we yep. talked about how this was uh, uh, someone eugenics, <laughs> abolish the race. Here's what the federal government might be wanting to do, as Javier Becerra, Becerra is asked whether the Biden administration will open clinics in the federal lands following the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade. Let's see what. Uh, uh, Mr. Los Angeles, Javier Bercera, a Health and Human Services Secretary, the vaunted post that Michelle Lujan Grisham wanted. Let's see what uh, he has to say about it. Are you nice? Thank you. Um, oh, thank you. Um, so congressional Democrats are calling for the Biden administration to create clinics where people could access abortions on federal lands. Are there any plans to do so? And if so, where would that be? Would that be on national park land or would that be in VA facilities? <laughs> Is that something y'all are looking at? Wow. Thank Thanks, Victoria. Um, what I can tell you is that we are aware of a number of ideas and proposals, many of which we have been considering internally ourselves. Uh, we have made no decisions yet. We certainly would have conversation with the president to make sure we implement his directives to us in trying to protect women's reproductive health care services. But as I said, every option is on the table. We will take everything is. we can and everything we do will be in compliance with the law. Oh, compliance with the law. You mean uh, you, you mean anti-constitutional? 
Uh, how would that uh, be in compliance with the law? And then, of course, uh, let's not forget, uh, folks, these people will go to great lengths in dark places and now international forces for uh, for us, excuse me, for human sacrifice. Yes, there it is. Uh, you can go do your uh, abortions under the bright light of the full moon, uh, Dowd, uh, probably like huh? You know, uh, well, I was thinking about you know federal properties. I mean, like if you went to the visitor center before you go hiking at White Sands, would there be like a, a, a building constructed next door, like kill your baby here before you go hiking in the uh, White Sands? Or I, yeah. uh, under uh, we will do anything that is allowable under the law. So I believe that the part that Roe versus Wade uh, being overturned actually uh, prevents is you doing it in places. That are sort of run by the federal government. So how did how what's the call here exactly? What what is it that the congressional Democrats don't understand? No, this is a states' rights thing. So you'd have to go to do it in certain states. You wouldn't be able to do it on federal land. How would you do that? Because you have the presidency. Like this is all sorts of complete stupidity. But this is what we continue to. Hear from them. So, according to the release, the White House may open abortion clinics on federal lands in red states, <laughs> specifically red states. That's according to uh, Javier Bercera, who stressed that every option is on the table. There it is. The move to set up abortion providers on federal property in red states is favored by leading progressive, despite the fact that uh, Roe v. Wade just got overturned, including Elizabeth Warren and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. While acknowledged as controversial and even dangerous by the members of the administration, AOC called it the babiest of the baby of the baby steps, as you just heard. Morrison listed other options under consideration at the White House. Beceta outlined several other measures that the administration is taking to shore up access to abortion. Uh, he pledged to use his authority as head of the HHS, HHS to preserve access to abortion, inducing medications. Different than abortions, but pretty much the same. Uh, my pristone, my pristone, I think and misoprostol, a goal that Biden administration had already announced. Current federal law requires government health programs to offer medication to induce an abortion in certain, certain, certain instances, such as when the pregnancy is a result of rape or incest or if the life of the mother is at risk. So how do they have that option there on the table? And let's uh, see some more of the craziness, zaniness that is coming from the uh, anti-life party, uh, a.k.a. the Democrat Party. Now, <clears throat> I get kind of upset because we take our knowledge from a collective, and that collective has probably, I don't know what Colin Kaepernick's IQ is, or, for example, um, a Deshaun Watson, or, I don't know, singers of Rage Against the Machine, or you know, people like... Uh, people in the sports world because we really care what they think. You know what we pay people in the sports world to do to think for us. There's anything that I look to when I'm looking for, you know, sort of, you know, guys that are driving down uh, Las Vegas, I-15 at 160 miles an hour, wiping out a family, you know, uh, killing a woman, you know, in a DWI that's a Los Angeles Raiders receiver. Yes, that, that really happened, folks. So I really want to know what more of these sports figures have to say. So, well, they have a firm background in, in uh, I mean, everything from public policy to law to ethics. I mean, you can count on these people. Yeah, I mean, after all, sports figures, um, you know, they probably have some of the strongest families around. Uh, right? Oh, and they set their own example. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what showed this to my son? And he, he, he didn't, he couldn't stop laughing. He was like, 
what is going on here, Dad? What is this real? He couldn't even believe it. He was like besides himself. <laughs> um, I think I read this some years ago, uh, which is sports figures who have multiple children from multiple mothers, um, uh, a.k.a. Big Papas. That's right. <clears throat> the athletes with the most children by the most women. Uh, you know, moral moral uh, strength served here by these guys. Uh, we got uh, CJ, Chad Johnson. Hey, uh, he's got uh, four baby mamas. Uh, and this, uh, he's, that, that, that NFL money goes a long way. After 11 NFL seasons, boy, this guy is paying it out to... Uh, Chad Johnson, uh, 85, Ocho Cinco. You might Ocho Cinco. Yeah. Ocho Cinco. <laughs> there you go. Does he have Ocho Cinco children yet? Or? Um, let's see. <laughs> let's see. Number of kids, number of baby mamas for one, Royce White. Uh, not white, uh, by the way, black, uh, but has white privilege, I suppose, if you want to consider that. He fathered five children, five different women, the latest being a quote-unquote friend who he allegedly impregnated in an RV. Yes. Uh, then blocked... Uh, her on Twitter after he found out she was pregnant. <laughs> Ordered to pay. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, LJ, uh, also uh, UNLV's uh, biggest and most uh, recognizable run-in reb. The grandmama, you remember him? Grandmama, yes. Yeah, yeah, grandmama. Yeah. Has always been known to go hard in the paint. <laughs> i just leave it that there. Against the likes of Alonzo Mourning and uh, well, another uh, famous uh, moral uh, staple of strength, Sean Kemp. But no one would have accepted his baby moms in an attempt to get out of the inevitable child support. LJ strongly encouraged pregnant model Laura Tate to have an abortion back in 97. Needless to say, it didn't work, and she went public with his threats. Hashtag C Monson. C hashtag wrap it up. Got mm. uh, more. Marshall Falk. He's got uh, six out of three baby mamas. You know, the uh, former San Diego State Aztec. He fathered six kids with three different uh, ladies, but uh, also, uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, got some other uh, bad ones. Ray Lewis. Uh, no, not the one that, no, exactly the one that was uh, accused of murder. Um, yeah, that one, the moral strength of Ray Lewis uh, there. Uh, six, six kids, uh, Dowd Muska. Uh, with uh, four different baby mamas. Six oh, okay. different women isn't what he had planned. Um, you know, hard to run your Ray Lewis 52 foundation uh, with, with that number of uh, baby mamas. How about Benny Blades? What's up, dog? And Benny Blades, uh, six kids from six baby mamas, you know, spreading the love. The former Detroit Lions Pro Bowl safety, largely known for uh, pulling a bazooka out of his trunk at a strip <laughs> By the way, uh, was arrested at the high school he worked for because he owed over four hundred thousand dollars in child support. Was that a Mad Lib uh, where that you know select item bazooka that you pull out at a, a location strip yes. club? That, 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 you remember the Mad Libs? That, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh, he also was uh, featured in Life of a Baller uh, One Hundred One. Yes. Uh, uh, the, um, <clears throat> number of kids. Uh, this is one you really you know spreading it around. Charlie Rogers, uh, number of kids, seven, number of baby mamas, unknown. Uh, now dead, by the way. Um, according to uh, this, he had fathered seven kids with multiple women. He was charged with paying back $6.1 million of his signing bonus money back to the Lions in 2010. Yes, uh, folks, uh, another uh, strength. Uh, 
Yes, folks. Uh, K.A. Kenny Anderson, seven kids out of five baby mamas. Uh, let, let's just run through the list here. Uh, we also have Sean Kemp, uh, uh, all NBA play, NBA, NFL. Here we are. Uh, he's got 11 children from nine baby mamas. He was uh, racking up near double doubles on and off the court. Yes, uh, there's the joke. And his uh, epic uh, sonning actually added Alton Lister to Kemp's constantly growing number of children. Yes, uh, he's got famous. Vladimir Guerrero, eight kids, five mamas. And uh, uh, Big Willie Anderson, Big Willie style, doing it with uh, nine kids from seven different baby mamas. And uh, he was balling. <laughs> he did not maintain his baller lifestyle, however. Child support uh, bankrupted uh, them. So, you know, some they're going to get these guys one way or the other. Willie McGahey, the big uh, running back out of the DB, Denver Broncos. Uh, that's right. Ten-year uh, NFL career has left him broke. He left a trail of children in his wake on the various stops throughout his 10-year NFL career. Uh, Dowd. Uh, so there we go. And then uh, um, Antonio, probably the most famous Cromarty. Yeah, that, that's right. But, uh, Antonio Cromarty, another beacon of uh, moral, um, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. I don't even know. how. I, there's not a word for it. The, the guys that we take our moral direction from these sports athletes back in 2012, just were no doubt the NFL's most entertaining team, especially because of one Antonio Cromarty. They were the classic moments of Bart Scott's epic can't wait post-game interview to Rex Ryan's foot fetish being exposed, but no moments were as ridiculous as a short clip from HBO's hard knocks where Antonio Cromarty is struggling to list all of his kids. Yeah. He couldn't name them. There's nothing funny about having to do the arithmetic uh, <laughs> just to keep track of how many kids he has. Oh, yeah. And his baby mama drama in the midst of all that. Uh, an absolute uh, beast as well. So why do I mention all of this? Because the sports world is reacting to Roe v. Wade. Why, why would they do this? Uh, another thing that most conservative radio talk show hosts aren't going to take on. Oh, we love our sports. I don't want to come off as racist. Or how could I say such a thing? Sports World uh, weighed in the Roe v. Wade, uh, particularly NBA players, for exactly the reason uh, I was just telling you. Big Papas. That's right. The announcement came nearly two months after the majority opinion was leaked, but LeBron James came out. It's totally about about uh, power and control, uh, as he um, <clears throat> requotes a woman by the name of Dorica. Dorica Purnell. I had to look this up because I'm like, okay, well, who is he retweeting? Because I don't tweet anything and I don't care about tweets or anything. But if LeBron James has something to say, you know, you know the world wants to talk about it, <laughs> especially on conservative talk radio. So I go and say, okay, who's Dorica? She's, if there's anybody, it's an A for one. It's got to be a female. And it's about power and control. And so LeBron James wants to um, get in on, uh, on Dorica. And let's see who Dorica is. Oh, wow. Well, Dorica Purnell is a very woke. She says, <clears throat> her Twitter bio says, uh, rooting for everyone resisting oppression. Writer, human rights lawyer, organizer, guardian columnist, author, becoming abolitionist. And then you look at what is becoming abolitionist all about. Well, it is about defunding the police. It is about basically overthrowing the United States government. 
That, that's right. That that's who LeBron James is retweeting. She's also quotes herself as being an angry NBA tweeter. I'm sure that probably has a lot to do with the quote unquote big papas. You want to talk about oppression? Uh, having to be a single woman, you know, having to raise and then another just <laughs> like you're a cliche chick, you know, having to raise another uh, offspring of an NBA. Look, there's daddy on the court. And there's like you're hanging out with six other women who are like, oh, there's daddy on the court. There's daddy. Look at daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damian Harris, the safety from the Patriots not to be left out there, uh, D-Dowd Muska. Oh. This is about power and the war on women. Scary time. So I'm like, well, who the hell's Damian Harris? Well, if Damian Harris is tweeting about it, I want to know about it. Well, I'll tell you, the guy has got it. He's a li- I'm, I'm not making this up. I couldn't make this. How could I make this up? Because it's so fantastic. Damian Harris at DHX34. Rest easy, Zay, in this bio. Rest easy, Pudge. Acts 2024. It's literally a biblical quote right there. In his bio, Trench Mafia, Child of God. It, it says it right there. Child of God. What what are you talking about? Didn't you just talk about like this is a day about power and control? Women should have the right to choose, and you say, Child of God? Acts 2024. Man of Omega? Really? Instagram de-soak. Look, these people are totally confused. Money makes you this stupid. Especially when you didn't have to really do anything for it. Really? Like, what did you have to do? Play a few football games and get lucky by a league that is woke and going broke. Look at the NFL. Look at some of those teams. Uh, NBA player, uh, D-Dowd Muska, Carl Anthony Towns. I don't know who this is. And I looked at this guy and like, this guy's traversing the world. He's in Paris. He's constantly like Austin Rivers uh, at Austin Rivers 25. So what about the people who aren't ready, qualified to be parents? What kind of world is going to be waiting for some of these kids? Shake my head. Sad day. Is America going backwards? (laughs) And then uh, we got Kevin Nengandi. As a young boy, I was blessed with some wise words from my mom. Never tell a woman what she can and can do with her life. That's not the role of the man. A devastating day, and I fear what's ahead. Okay, so I go look at this guy. Who's Kevin Cut of the year. Oh, uh, my Lord. Uh, this guy is celebrating his uh, woke-ass stuff all over the broadcast airwaves of ESPN, the four-letter. You don't want to expose your children to this crap, folks. You really don't. Like when you let your kids, you know, watch this stuff and see some of these people who are influencing them, think long and hard about that. Big papas, the athletes with the most number of baby mamas and babies out there with things. That are, and then Kyle Long, uh, you know who he's the son of. I'm, I had to include a white guy in here. Kyle Long in this. Strange to me, the folks that claim my body, my choice on vaccines are the same ones to strip that right from women. This isn't a political discussion. It's a human one. What could be less human than destroying human life? Well, Kyle Long, son of woke Howie Long. Yeah, that's right. You might remember Kyle from uh, DWI stint, his uh, sort of up, down, uh, sort of traversing the NFL for a time. And then then you get the uh, ugly lesbians also involved here. Megan Rapinoe specifically called out Senator Susan Collins. Susan, they lied to you. 
And you're a liar if you're saying you didn't know that we all knew that decision isn't inconsistent with what Gorsuch and Kavanaugh said in their testimony and their meetings with me, where they both were insistent on the importance of supporting longstanding precedents that the country has relied upon. This from the New York Times. Susan Collins came out. To the women of this country, Josh Hart says, NBA player for the Portland Trail Blazers. To the women in this country, I'm sorry. I'm wondering uh, if uh, you'll soon be apologizing for the number of uh, babies that you, um, I don't know, brought into this world with uh, a number of other women. Hart graduated high school from Sidwell Friends in Bethesda, Maryland. Anybody know anything about Sidwell Friends? I find that ironic. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Sidwell where, Friends uh, is where all the ahead. liberals send their kids. Uh, all the rich liberals in D.C. send their kids. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, probably the most funded, well-funded liberal school, I think, uh, in the country. I, 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 uh, they summer in the Hamptons and uh, have debauched lifestyles, uh, I would imagine, during those uh, summer visits up north where daddy's money and... Uh, you know, junk bonds and stocks are, are fueling their addiction to, uh, I don't know, opiates, psychedelics, uh, pot, uh, and cocaine. A lot of wine, too. A lot. Hey, Eddie, this, this athlete, I, I, I don't follow sports. I don't know who Roderick Townsend is, but his, uh -huh. he, he claims on his Twitter account, verified blue check, of course, to be an Olympic athlete. Yes. For all I know, that's what he is. Um, this is his tweet. Mass shootings, school shootings, mass school shootings, police being incompetent, killing unarmed people, and the Supreme Court says we need to look into this abortion problem. Roderick, uh, the court doesn't pick the cases that people file with it. Uh, they're not, uh, they don't go out looking for cases. People bring cases to them. Uh, I, I meant to send you this, Eddie, over the last couple of days. There's a comedian, a Scottish comedian, who calls himself Count Dankula. Uh, he sent him, he said, he set himself up, up as Justice Dankula he, he, on Twitter, and he started a fake account that he, that, representing himself as a Supreme Court justice, and he's trolling all these liberals, and he sent out a tweet, I, I can't say the words, but uh, one, one of his tweets was, you know, after we, now that we've dealt with Roe, I'm going to be looking into the itty-bitty reference to a woman's body part committee it's this it's this kind of you know vulgar term that men use and or they did in the past i haven't heard that phrase in years or decades but uh so the liberals are responding to that tweet so he's go, because because he's going he's a justice of the supreme court and he's going after the itty bitty reference to a woman's body part committee and they're responding saying this man is a justice of the u.s supreme court and uh, some of his fans in the uk went they, they went looking at the people who were who he was trolling, they were the majority of them were based in America. It was American liberals who actually thought there was a Justice Dankula on the Supreme Court. Oh uh, I mean, God. that's how stupid wow. and ignorant thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of these people are. Uh, scary stuff, but amusing. I'll send you the link tonight, Eddie. You have to listen to this video. It's hilarious. We do need to cover. I do need to watch that. Uh, we do need to also cover the number of companies that are you know, basically paying. Uh, and I think we'll do that right after the break uh, for people to do, you know, over the border abortions. And uh, you need to know who those companies are. Not necessarily to boycott them. I'm not recommending that. Uh, but just so you're aware, you could, you're welcome to, you know, patronize and listen and watch and buy and do whatever it is that you want, wherever you want to go ahead and do it. But what uh, you do need to know is you do need to be informed about uh, which companies are uh, deciding to go ahead and do so. Back after a break. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, and, of course, Rock of Talk. 
rockoftalk.com. That's rockoftalk.com. Back and forth. Thanks for listening. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS 188-348. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. This is Eddie Aragon for Axiom Home Services. Axiom Home Services specializes in refrigerated air conditioning conversions. Time to ditch the swamp cooler and convert to cool, refreshing, refrigerated air. Did you know Axiom Home Services is one of the highest rated AC companies in Albuquerque? With over 40 years experience, and provides a five-year parts and labor warranty on any new refrigerated air conditioning installation. Axiom Home Services maintains 4.9 stars on Google Review and check out what our customers say about Axiom. Call 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Do you worry about the next market crash devastating your retirement? What if you could secure your lifestyle with the highest guaranteed lifetime income and never worry again about running out of money? I'm Michael Trujillo, host of Your Money Matters, on Saturdays at 1130 a.m. on The Rock of Talk. Visit safemoneyinfo.com. That's safemoneyinfo.com. Fill out the information to get your free retirement report and listen to us on Saturday at 1130 a.m. I don't want you and your family to suffer through another crash as so many have. So I'm giving a free personalized retirement report where you will see top-ranked strategies that pay you up to 40% more lifetime income than all regular plans. Visit us at safemoneyinfo.com. That's safemoneyinfo.com. Fill out the information and listen to us on Saturdays. Your money matters at 1130 a.m. Visit us at safemoneyinfo.com. That's safemoneyinfo.com. 
Get the Venturi Advantage today. The Venturi Realty Group's maximum marketing system is ready to get you top dollar for your home sale. That means the time has never been better to sell your home. When you choose the Venturi Advantage, you'll work with market experts who will work hard to get you the most. Their agents will go above and beyond to market your home, attract buyers, and work diligently to highlight all those hidden features about your home that you love. Don't miss out on this exciting time when Venturi Realty Group can help you maximize your home's value. And don't forget, they also offer a sell-as-is program as well as a guaranteed sold program. You're sure to find a Venturi program that suits your needs. Need a place to go after your home sale? Venturi Realty Group can help you find the perfect landing spot, not just in Albuquerque, but wherever you're headed. Unlock the true value of your home today with the top-rated number one team in New Mexico, Venturi Realty Group. Of course, an analysis of what your home could sell for in this market is always free. 505 508-8888. Get the Venturi Advantage today. That's 505-448-8888. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. American, uh, the first black mayor of the city of Albuquerque, but you guys, you guys didn't want it. 
So there it goes. Uh, Eddie, to keep things fair, to keep things yeah. fair, uh-huh. uh, I've always been fascinated by the uh, the life of Willie Nelson. Uh, he always lectures us on marijuana and biodiesel. Another another celebrity who who thinks he knows something about public policy. He has a little bit of a, a family issue himself. Oh, okay. uh, three uh-huh. three children with the first wife. Uh, then he m- divorced her. Uh, went on to marry uh, a rockabilly singer named Shirley Colley. Uh, Shirley Colley divorced Willie in 1971 when she found a bill from the maternity ward of a Texas <laughs> hospital saying Willie had fathered a child with a woman named Connie Cup. Capecchi. Uh, oh, those, t- <laughs> those two uh, had their daughter is Paula. Uh, Willie yeah. and Connie ended up together, but then they divorced, uh, and he quickly went on to wife number four with mm-hmm. Annie D'Angelo. They had two sons together, and in 2012, uh, it was discovered by a journalist that Willie uh, had recently discovered that he had fathered yet another uh, daughter, so up to eight with four different women for uh, Willie, the genius of our energy policy in America. There it is. Maybe I'll leave you. Why as good as I should have. Another big papa, Willie Nelson. If I made you feel second best, takes on a whole new meaning. Girl, I'm sorry I was blind. Actually, weren't sorry. Uh, several times you didn't care. But, but you you're always, always on my mind. Big Willie style, baby. You were you're always, always on, on my mind. Boys. Maybe I didn't hold you. No, you were off at Connie Capecchi's. All those lonely, lonely times. Yeah, pretty lonely. You're out there uh, slick willing it, uh, boy. I guess I. Uh, we, we, I could do this bit all day, but uh, honestly, who cares? <laughs> men, 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 men. There we go. And I'm not even going to get into Muhammad Ali because he's like in the stratosphere. So, like a fight, like a butterfly, sting like a bee. You know. I think the I think there were over 20 kids there. I think I'd have to go check. Look at my Muhammad Ali. Look at that. You see that on? You know, he held me. Is it, you know, remember that story? Yeah, oh, rope a dope, rope a dope. I love Muhammad Ali, he's, he's the greatest. I'm a bad man. There we go. <laughs> okay, so we do actually have to do some uh, serious uh, talk radio. <clears throat> and these businesses that are funding people to go across state lines uh, to go ahead and get their abortions, like, how do you feel about that? Should we punish them? Do you should you do you need to boycott them? And it, <laughs> I mean, a list of these companies isn't surprising to I think anybody. I don't think anyone is really surprised by it. Okay, they are basically going to do everything in their power to make sure that. They can pay the cost for employees seeking abortions. Yep. Uh, here's a list of them, and many of which you have right in your very hands. You might be listening to me on the from the very company that's providing the service to you, in fact. Yes, that, that's correct. Uh, by the way, uh, R. Kelly sentenced to 30 years on sexual abuse charges. <laughs> Another. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. R. Kelly. Bank of America. Goldman Sachs. Citigroup, 
JP Morgan, basically friends of Sidwell. <laughs> uh, where does your child go to? My child goes to the very respectable Sidwell friends in Washington, D.C. How far were you from with Sidwell friends when you went to uh, GW? GW. Oh, I think Sidwell's way out of way out of the city, right? I mean, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. It was like right in the center of the city. Is it really? Let me check. Sure. Check that. Yeah, check that. Facebook Meta, not World Peace Meta, uh, is ready to go ahead. They do not want more followers. More. <laughs> they don't want your baby signing up. No, no. They'd rather you kill them. Uh, Disney Condé Nast, which by the way laid off. If I'm not mistaken, I did this. Then layoffs. Didn't Condé Nast lay off like ninety percent of its employees? Yeah. Anyway? Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. What, yep. What do they actually care? Oh, we're going to pay for them. We're going to pay for what's what's left of our workforce to have abortions so we can keep them working. Slaves. Slaves. Warner Brothers. No surprise there. Netflix. Hey, you're welcome, Albuquerque. There it is. Why don't they just film them here at Netflix and distribute them and let them know where they can get them? I mean, you know. And Michelle Lujan Grisham would be all for that. Uh, Eddie, uh, Sidwell Friends is way up Wisconsin Avenue in the northwest section in a very safe part of town. And uh, for, for the parents, this is delightful. Literally across the street, this might not mean much to people in the American Southwest, but we yeah. Northeasterners know there's a Wegmans across the street. So oh. that's, that's very, yes. Wegmans? Wegmans lately? Good old Wegmans. There's a Wegmans in the neighborhood. It just, it adds thousands of dollars to the value of my property just knowing that they're there oracle hewlett packard and tesla also amazon apple and facebook uh, as well involved in all this uh, according to pro-choice goodmacher institute abortion bans and restrictions don't reduce unintended pregnancies or the demand for abortion oh no although i don't know who is having sex with those strange women out there who are protesting i almost think uh, in some weird way uh Dowd, that that they're out there advertising hoping that some man will come and touch them i may be thinking that that might be something they might be going for you know so i don't know uh, just uh, weird logic but again they're weird and uh, there's no logic and uh hard to uh, be the party and the people that are givers of life, free love, and, uh, you know, all these types of things that they advocate for. But uh, they are happy to be there. We're going to cover more CEO stock market stuff, seeing what's happened there uh, during our third hour, because we need to address it. Dowd addressed it on Monday. Uh, Then I guess we'll touch upon the GRT. It'll make you angry, folks. And uh, we unfortunately uh, have that right here in our state, and it does not drive up business uh, whatsoever. I think we're one of two states. Dad will have all the details uh, on that. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We're doing it Big Willie style right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM. Once was a romantic song, now no longer. Uh, between Willie Nelson having four, uh, whatever, different wives and uh, however many. Eight, eight children. Of course, you got uh, Julio Iglesias, who's actually gay. Yes, uh, believe it or not, folks. Uh, yeah. So to all the girls they loved before or the ones that Julio never actually loved, uh, those songs take on a whole new meaning. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hour three up next. Always on my Tell me. Tell me that your sweet love hasn't died. Forgive me. Give me one more chance to keep you satisfied I'll keep you satisfied There's a black man with black hair
stayed running through his front yard. You know he thinks he's got it so good. And there's a woman in the kitchen doing up the evening slide. And he looks at her and says, "Hey, darling, I can remember when you could start with love." Oh, but ain't that America? You and me, ain't that America? Something to see, baby. Ain't that America? All of the free, yeah. Little pink houses for you and me. Oh, yeah, you and me. Let's do a rock and roll station. He's got a greasy hair, greasy smile. He says, "Lord, this must be my destination." Cause he told me when I was younger, said, "Boy, you're gonna be president." But just like everything else, those old crazy dreams. In the 505 with more 411 here on your third hour. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, AM 1600, FM, rockoftalk.com. Glad to be here with uh, you. Full hour going all the way through seven o'clock. Uh, no more 645 uh, check ins with uh, the uh, young old Bill Riley. He's got a full hour to himself now. So uh, he, he needs to just enjoy that. He doesn't need the extra. 15 minutes and his uh, promotions of his killing series. You could be reading that. Uh, Dowd is, yes, Dowd is working on the keyboard, uh, folks. I'm, I'm doing, uh, doing my best. It's uh, Amazon, <clears throat> the very woke company that will pay for uh, abortions. There you go. Um, we'll uh, deliver that uh, keyboard to Dowd, I'm assuming, very soon. Uh, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Don't forget, apping at rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk. Dot com and then uh, of course you can subscribe and uh, help a brother out uh, an Irish brother uh, we always have to remember uh, people's colors the heritage and everything when we address them because that's the kind of world that we live in uh, it's all about keeping scores now Eddie I literally this morning driving to Corrales to see my girls mm-hmm. the sign the sign said you know it's like I don't know if it was land- landscaping or lawn care or you know cleanup service and it said at the top of the sign woman owned. I couldn't care less about the genitalia or the skin pigmentation of someone I hire to do jobs around my house. I just want a adequate job at a good price. It, it, it's it's permeating just signs by the side of the road. It's insane. Well, if it's that woman owned, I want the number, and then just to make sure that it's woman owned, I want her to drop trow in front of me so I know for sure. You can't you can't tell these days. Is this truly? Do you own it? And is it really woman-owned? Like, but I what if it's a man who identifies as a woman? That's, well, you know... We, it's my interpretation of whether or not it's a woman. The and customer's always right. The customer's <laughs> always, yes, yes. I think that's a, that's a fair way to attack that, uh, if you will. 
Um, I mean, if they're going to put that out there, there's a way to address it. So uh, that's what I would certainly do. And I'd be well within my rights to say, uh, Your Honor, she said, or he, it, whatever, said it was woman-owned. And uh, I asked him, in truth and advertising, uh, it sounds like it was woman-owned from the sign, but after further investigation, we determined I would not make the hire because it was not woman-owned. And I asked for my money back after the work was performed. Because, hey, what I really expected is that it was woman-owned. Mr. Aragon, are you here to waste the court's time? (laughs) (laughs) Did she or did he or did it perform the work that you contracted by way of a handshake, verbal agreement, and or written contract uh, the work for you? Yes, Your Honor, uh, th- that is true. But uh, however, uh, it was not woman-owned. I l- demanded a refund. I did not get it. I'm in court. She said it was woman-owned, and I only patronize women-owned businesses. <clears throat> there you go. You, you, you can certainly represent yourself uh, however you want. Uh, there you go. I guess I should read some text. Uh, people are mad because I don't <clears throat> want to talk about Glenn Maxwell. Like, why? Nobody really cared enough. Um, Thor Ranch is still there. Uh, you guys continue to... Uh, and we got a reply on that whole thing that we submitted with the signatures. Dinah came back and said, oh, I finally got a reply. Oh. And we put her name on it. So we'll, we'll be talking about that. Uh, Friends Creator, I don't know if you saw this or not. Um, she's applying... Uh, she's apologizing for not being woke back when she was putting on uh, Friends. Uh, by the way, Sam, Sam. Sam, you left the door open, dude. Can you shut the door? I can hear myself. Thank you. Appreciate that. So, <clears throat> but lot, lots of stuff happens during the breaks. We go over chore lists. They swore they, they completed all their chores, uh, which include, um, let's see, uh, 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, walking two miles on the treadmill. Uh, let's see what else we got. Completing 20 pages in the Tuttle Twins, uh, which they have to do together. They're not terribly excited about that, by the way. Um, uh, they also have to sort of, you know, upkeep, clean things, wash dishes. Very good at that. Uh, they know how to make their own ramen now, which is pretty awesome. Um, and then they're constantly trying to hit me up for money, but they only get money from me. Um, the only way they get money from me is if they complete the chores. So the bonuses over a period of five days, if they complete six chores a piece and they know what the chores are. They have a chore chart, you know, all this kind of stuff. They have little money banks where they insert the money and the dollars mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for each a dollar for each one of those. And the bonuses after five days, if they complete all of them, they get a bonus $10 that they get stick in. So they can walk away from the whole, the whole situation for with 40 bucks. And I said, well, what do you guys want to do with 40 bucks? Well, he's trying to spend it before he does it. And it's like, you're not getting any money out of me. <laughs> like you're not getting a single dollar out of me, dude. Until like you can, like we pay at the end of the week here. Like, well, what's yep, yep. Going on? like I, what, what's the deal here? Now, could and they go to Ama and Ampa and get an advance? No, they, no, 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 there's no, no, they can't borrow against no, future income. Okay. No. Uh, the world doesn't work that way. This isn't, <laughs> Not in the Aragon family. No, this isn't convenient cash at Walmart. <laughs> uh, we aren't doing payday loans here. You know, at uh, 30%. Should I charge them back 30%? Well, what's the legal amount that you can charge back uh, for an advance loan uh, in the state of New Mexico? I think Peter Worth determines that in New Mexico. Yeah. Is it three hundred percent? They they didn't get rid of it, right? They put a limit on it. I think the payday loans. Yes. Oh, by the way, the reason why I played John Mellencamp today is uh, him and Mick Ryan are tying the knot. 
No you way. Know, marriage means a lot when you're in your 60s, um, and whatever, mid to late 60s. Like, at that point, what's the purpose? Like, I couldn't figure out for the life of me. It's not like Michelle Lujan Grisham is going to take on Manny, whatever his last name's name is. Like, what does he get out of the whole deal? Is it just being approximation to power? Like, he's, he's basically just, you know, window dressing anyway, you know, to make sure that she's recognized as someone who is somewhat tolerable. Uh, I, I think though, John Mellencamp, uh, he's marrying Meg Ryan. I believe uh, Meg's ex-husband, Dennis Quaid, recently married someone in their 20s. So uh, oh, kind of a big gap go. there. <laughs> well, you know, the, the blue pill is the great equalizer nowadays. So, yes. you know, that's sort of the way that it is. It doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> you can go Hugh Heffitt. Uh, you know, that, that great stuff that I played the other day with uh, when we were having problems with the radio station when uh ricky gervais boy that was that was those some great great comedy you can't get enough of it so the uh, dennis quaid is 66 he just married a 27 year old woman good job dennis good job he's doing what every 66 year old man wants to do Mary's dream of a lifetime <laughs> at least he's honest about it you know no reason to like hide it it's like well guess who's coming over for dinner she could be my daughter but uh she's a lot better looking than my daughter actually she's yo, she's i bet you dennis quaid's got a, a, a daughter that's older than 27 wow guaranteed what, what, what do you say there like what happens at that point that's kind of a the cool factor is way high for Dennis. Like, what's he got going on there, huh? I think that's kind of cool. Inner space, ain't got nothing on old Dennis Quaid. There it is. He's yeah. He's uh, blasting on in outer space. Uh, should I not be complimentary of him? I mean, Gordo he, Cooper himself. Gordo Cooper. Yeah, if you could pull this off, couldn't you? I mean, I, I don't know. Um, by the way, uh, Travis Barker. Uh, just uh, he is the most recent uh, inductee into the uh, Kardashian. A uh, carnival of, I don't know, what is it? Was it creeps? I mean, we have uh, an ex decathlete who became a woman. Um, that's weird, right? And then we've had other people who've been chewed up and spit out. Every male goes into there and they come out lesser for it, right? And you can, all you have to do is look at these are the sins that you have to pay for getting OJ out of jail for murdering Nicole Simpson. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, it is a, you know, there's curses, like on our city, we have the curse here. And then, of course, you know, there's curses within an entire, any male that were to enter into a relationship with, with a Kardashian uh, will never survive. You have to dispense of them before they dispense of you. Tra Travis Barker hospitalized for pancreatitis uh, right after getting in a... Uh, masculated by uh, his new wife. They are official now, as I believe May 15th. I happen to like Blink-182 a whole heck of a lot. And I'm like, oh, there you go, dude. You didn't, Apparently, you didn't see the signs. You're not paying attention there. Um, there it is. So he's, he, one way or another, once a Kardashian gets her nails into you, it's all over. You know, uh, so there's just uh, yet the latest example of that. Uh, French creator, $4 million apology for lack of diversity. That's right. Uh, she says that she is embarrassed. Let's uh, take a listen to this. This is something. We can fill the bottle with water and put it back so they don't charge you. <laughs> Scene from Friends. Oh, my God, I love you. Kaufman is pledging uh, $4 million to her alma mater, Brandeis University's African and African-American department. She says, I've learned a lot in the last 20 years. Admitting and accepting guilt is not easy. Painful looking at yourself in the mirror. I'm embarrassed that I didn't know better. 
25 years ago. Dowd, uh, your response, uh, $4 million uh, and a donation and a genuflection to the African-American uh, community. What do you think about that? Lack, lack of diversity. Wow. Uh, well, I think Ms. Kaufman has $4 million, uh, to, to, to give away. Uh, mm. I think she probably has earned a, a little bit more than that. I remember, didn't, I mean, Aisha Tyler was on Friends. She's she pretty, very pretty woman of, of uh, African or, or originality, going back I don't know mm. how far. Yeah. Um, okay. I think, if anything, Marta Kaufman, wasn't a big joke? I, I, I always found that show insufferable, but uh, wasn't the... It, uh, wasn't the big joke that the guy I really liked Schwimmer because Schwimmer was on NYPD Blue and he, he played was. yeah he was the first season that awesome first season of NYPD Blue I was one of the few people in America who saw the the rear ends of the actors of NYPD from. Blue Sorry about this. hold on hold on one sec something's coming through is that a someone ringing us is that like someone's sorry about that yeah, I don't know what was going on. Some someone was jamming our lines there in there. You could always no, no, okay, all right. Anyway, continue. So, so what about Schwimmer? Uh, he was on NYPD. Uh, he was on NYPD. That awesome first season with David Caruso before he got too big in the head and and went off to make terrible movies. And he did the McLean Stevenson, uh, Shelley Long thing where where you get big on a TV show and then you you think you're going to be a big movie star and it just okay. never happens. Um, he played a like a nebbishy big big surprise. Uh, I think like an accountant who was in the building with the Crusoe's ex-wife, and he bought a gun and there was crime. He wanted to be this like Bernie Getz kind of thing, and he, I think he ended up getting killed. And um, he was really good in that role. And then so I watched the first few episodes of Friends, but it was insufferable. And I remember reading Tom Shales, the the uh, creepy left-wing critic of the Washington Post, the TV critic, and he was didn't didn't get on board the 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 friends bandwagon and he's late in the, the first season he wrote a column that he sat down with a friend and he said, "We're going to count the number of seconds in the show from the opening second from then until we hear our first bathroom or sexual joke." And it's usually less than 10 seconds. It's not exactly witty you know, we're not talking about a Preston Sturgis film here, okay? Right. I mean, it's it's so. Uh, I thought they were all uh, insufferable, but if I'm not mistaken, Schwimmer, this character, the wife dumps him for a woman, and I think in those early that first season, maybe even into the second or third, it was a big joke that that his wife had become a lesbian and that they were going to have a kid together and all this, and that was always played for laughs. So it seems to me she's not doing nearly enough on the racial stuff. She's got to do the stuff on the sexual orientation stuff. We need another $4 million. Oh, no. Wow, look <laughs> yeah. at that. You pulled that from the... Uh, <laughs> that's really good, Dowd. But like, uh, I, what I, I was starting to say was... I, I I was one of the few people in America, Eddie, who got to see the naked rear ends of the actors of NYPD Blue. Remember, NYPD Blue was famous for, you could say the S word, it was at 10 o'clock Eastern uh, on, okay. on network television, mm -hmm. and you could see the bare rear ends because I worked for the Media Research Center in college, which had a news division and an entertainment division, and they got an advanced copy of the pilot of NYPD Blue when major parts of the country were breaking down because for the first time there would be performers' rear ends exposed on network television uh, at 10 o'clock. And so I was one of the, I watched the pilot with a bunch of other analysts, and uh, I was one of the first people to see legal 
naked rear end rear ends of attractive wow. people on network television. You know, you I get you a know, trophy for that. I'm a guy of many talents. Okay, I mean, you know, I've I've seen a lot. I've done a lot. You know, I think that's on my CV. Uh, that that particular uh, yeah, event. I'm, my I'm, <laughs> I'm part of the MRC's uh, first uh, opportunity to, to view such things. Now it's um, now it's rubbing your face right down the street at uh, New Mexico United Stadium. You could just see it twerking and jingling and jangling. Streets of Seattle. You can see naked yeah. bike riders. Yeah. Who cares? All, uh, right there. It's, uh, you can display whatever you like now. So uh, anyway, just had to release that little little bit of news uh, out there to uh, many of you. Uh, the Bowsy Ford uh, comparison to Cassidy, I think, was uh, apropos and perfect uh, today. So I really, really, so, so good. Boy, this Cassidy is this is this Cassidy or is this Blasey Ford? You be the judge. Staff's office. I noticed Mr. Renato lingering outside of the office. Once we had made eye contact, he quickly waved me to go into his office, which was just across the hall from mine. When I went in, he shut the door. I noticed Bobby Angle, who is the head of Mr. Trump's security detail, sitting in a chair, just looking somewhat discombobulated and a little lost. <laughs> So coached. I mean, all this stuff is just absolutely amazing. So uh, we'll uh, leave that uh, there, shall we? We covered the companies paying for abortions. Uh, Woke Sports and Entertainment. I didn't uh, ever get to Colin Kaepernick like I had wanted to, but very quickly, I'll leave this for you. Uh, Warren Sapp said that uh, Colin Kaepernick's workout with the Raiders uh, was a complete and total disaster. Uh, yeah, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, uh, as it were, will not be hiring one um that you would also you could also uh, note that they are the blackest team in the NFL, uh, quite uh, in the sense of their uniforms, right? Let's not forget that um, the most penalized teams as well, likely also because of the uniforms, because of the black and silver. That's generally what they say. I don't know if you, I don't know who they are, but uh, it's they who are talking about that, and uh, we'll talk about that as far as Glenn Maxwell and that. But uh, that did not go very well at all for Kaepernick. Uh, latest uh, from. This, the Raiders worked out former 49ers quarterback who last played in 2016, uh, which would all of six years ago, and the decision immediately sent shockwaves through the NFL. It went about as bad as it can go, according to Warren Sapp, uh, who has no problem telling the truth. I heard it was a disaster. I heard it was one of the worst workouts ever. I'm wondering how the hell this happened and the tape didn't get out. Sapp said you can listen to his uh, full comments and uh why not listen to them? I think it's uh, worth listening to Warren Sapp in his own words. I mean, do you see Kaepernick coming back? I mean, he, no. he tried out no. with the Raiders recently, but I heard the tryout wasn't all that great. I heard it was a disaster. I heard it was one of the worst workouts ever. I'm wondering how the hell this happened and the tape didn't get out, right? I mean, somebody wasn't over the over the fence or nothing? Come on, man. We, we live in a world right now where you put a drone up. Hey, it ain't like they can stop you. They ain't going to stop the workout. Tell me there's a drone up here. We don't know who this is. I mean, what? Come on. Let's let's, let's run this. They don't even send them up the, the, the ladder anymore. You know, we used to go out to practice. Send the guy out the thing. He's shooting practice off. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, we just interviewed Josh Norman. He pretty much said, look, can't sue a company. There you go. Uh, the, uh, the Charles Barkley of the NFL um, telling, it, uh, telling it like it is. And by the way, that's giving uh, Warren Sapp, I think, the highest of uh, compliments and all that. Uh, the Deshaun Watson saga, if you don't know who Deshaun Watson is, he's the man who's accusing uh, of not knowing how, being accused of not knowing how to get a massage. And now, uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but the uh, Houston Texans themselves are uh, getting 
sued directly. That's right. He tried to hand a non-disclosure agreement, as you do, uh, every single time that you go into a massage parlor. Uh, he tried, like, literally, this, this, is, this is all sorts of stupid. Yep, uh, here it is, Deshaun Watson, essentially trying to um, <clears throat> hand his massage therapist, therapist a uh, non-disclosure, uh, and then uh, forcibly, apparently, raping her. Um, but uh, he's uh, settled 20 of 24 of those lawsuits because being the highest paid player in the National Football League goes a long way. Uh, he has uh, been alleged that there's sexual misconduct. Uh, all the settlements apparently won't save him in the NFL because according to the latest uh, update, the Wall Street Journal reported that the league is pushing for an indefinite suspension that would last no shorter than one year for Mr. Randy Watson, no, Deshaun Watson, where the NFL is pushing for that. And it looks like it's going to be a minimum, a minimum of six to uh, eight games, minimum six to eight games. So uh, running to his defense, uh, as he often does, uh, one Orenthal. <laughs> yes, uh, O.J. Simpson suggests some of Deshaun Watson's accusers. Uh, this is all sorts of funny, too, uh, might have been lying. Uh, you know, you always want to make sure that you get into the good graces of one Orenthal Simpson uh, on this. He says, <clears throat> you know, I do believe that some of the girls just jumped aboard, but who knows? I do know this. The four <laughs> the four that are holding out, they may have a better case against him. I have no doubt with it being the same lawyer involved with all 24 cases, Tony Busby. Some of those girls, at least the last four, are probably going to get some more ducats as uh, Simpson talks in his um, Yes, is, is he over 70 now? Explain to his fan in a Twitter video. Uh, here is the video in Orenthal's own words, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you can hear OJ. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, I see where Deshaun Watson settled uh, 20 of those 24 cases. Now, you know, I, I, I do believe that some of the girls just uh, jumped aboard, but who knows? Uh, I do know this. The four that's holding out, they may have a better case against them. And I have no doubt that uh, with it being the same lawyer involved with all 24 cases that some of those girls, uh, the, at least the last four, is going to get probably more ducats <laughs> than the 20 who've already <laughs> settled unless they have a favored nations type situation where favored um, nation. they are going to get as much as the highest paid of the girls but there's no doubt uh, in my mind that the four that haven't settled they're holding out for a little more and more than likely will get it uh, what I'm thinking about because now what, is everybody, really what everybody really wants you in know, this world say, what's whoa, whoa, whoa. gonna do Sorry, sorry, Orenthal, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. What really people want, they really want justice. They don't want to get paid off. Those four, why didn't Orenthal think of, uh, they're not holding out for more, uh, as he says, ducats. Uh, I think they're holding out for justice. You know, no justice, no peace, right? Isn't that what, uh, isn't that what they say? Don't they all, um, all of a sudden say, they say, uh, no justice, no peace. Uh, boy, I'll tell you what. OJ just never gets old, except for on video when you're watching him. He looks very old. Uh, uh, that was something I could have done without. So Deshaun Watson uh, could be out. Um, so, well, not that anybody's waiting for the Cleveland Browns to bring home the uh, Super Bowl. But, um, you know, you never know. Uh, stranger things have happened. Uh, like, um, you know, black man getting off for killing a white woman in Los Angeles, including her partner. Yeah, uh, that would be 
Nicole Simpson, uh, who died uh, against, uh, well, though not convicted, uh, responsible. Somehow, <laughs> Orenthal was responsible for the death of Dowd Muska. I still feel that he's, you know, actively looking for the real killers. And uh, I, I will re- I'll, repeat, <laughs> I'll repeat the, the old joke of uh, Dennis Miller. The, the true uh, reason for the killing of Nicole and Ron, it has something to do with the twisted world of Faye Resnick. Let's never forget Faye Resnick. (laughs) Members of Rage Against the Machine said Friday they will be donating $500,000 to pro-abortion groups in the wake of the Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. It shared the announcement on their Instagram page, uh, as they do, uh, which is followed by 872,000 people around the world who uh, all are for abortion. We are disgusted by the repeal of Roe v. Wade and the devastating impact it will have on tens of millions of people. Um, there was no comment from the fetuses inside the womb who will be suffering, according uh, to the donation. So there you go, Dowd. There's uh, all the, the latest uh, coming from... The woke entertainment. Yes, entertainment coverage today on the. It's like no, 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 no. We Dennis Quaid does indeed have a child who's older than his wife. His son Jack is twenty-eight. So yes, Jack. Maybe he's going to nail his wife. Maybe something strange going on over there. When your stepmom is younger than you are, awkward holidays. I would say awkward holidays. What's uh what's Easter Sunday look like over there when they're all at the country club? So it's like, you know, young Dennis, I can't wait till my dad dies. I'm gonna inherit everything that he does, and uh, you know, we'll be uh we'll be working it out anyway. <clears throat> working it out, yeah. Oh boy. Oh, what else, Dow? There's so much so much good stuff. Um Let's go to CEOs and uh, stop. By the way, we're at 71 murders, just so you know. Uh, we reported that uh, during our number one. Uh, more injustice, no justice, no peace. Um, it, I could not take my eyes off of this amazing write-up uh, coming from Apple News. So um, the story can apparently only be opened up in Apple News, which can only be opened up on a particular Apple device, even though I thought I'm opening it up on an Apple uh, computer here, and it will not allow me to open it up. Um, So this is sad. Uh, Let me get to it very quickly, shall I? Here we are. Future pay keeps uh, skyrocketing for all of, and this is in Fortune magazine, for all of the CEOs. Now, as I stated before, the CEOs, uh, yes, my my purchase subscriptions, come on, Apple, just bring it to me. Since you're going to be paying for the abortions, you can certainly at least uh, deliver my news and even though the women are not going to be delivering those babies uh, it's 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 updating very slowly here doubt maybe i'll just while it's updating in the background i'll read uh, all the uh, large number of texts here we go uh, a lot of people upset about this um death of this man this comedian nick nemeroff uh he got uh twice back he had a video that says uh vax me once shame on you know whatever Vax me twice, shame on Pfizer or something. But you're not going to vax me again. He's dead. So here you go. A comedian, not so funny. Juno Ward nominated whatever Juno is. Uh, I don't mean the movie. Nick Nemiroff suddenly died, according to his obituary page. Suddenly died. Uh, suddenly died 2022. Uh, just go ahead and put in quotes. Suddenly died. And then uh, outside of the quotes, 2022. And uh, you can read this amongst many, 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 many other people uh, who have died. 
uh, is profound sadness that we announced the sudden passing of our beloved brother, Nick Nemiroff. Nick's dedication to stand-up comedy was formidable and produced amazing results. He drew acclaim in Canada and U.S. becoming both a comics comic, but da, 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 and he deserves to, because comedy was in many ways his life. He's very funny, by the way, or was, I should say. Uh, right until the point he got the jab, and the uh, jab is uh, apparently what is inferred to what killed him. Um, peers in the comedy world left sweet messages. Robbie Hoffman calling Nemiroff such a brilliant, beautiful boy. He's 32. That's strange. Steph Tolev uh, also said he was the nicest man, most hilarious and genuine one of a kind comedian. This is such a great loss. You will be greatly missed. Um, on Nemiroff's obituary page, a cause of death was not listed, surprisingly. Uh, <clears throat> coming from the woke world of comedy. And a date for his funeral service has not been set pending autopsy. Likely not. They just natural causes, of course, right? Uh, the page noted that the late comment was a supporter of Planned Parenthood, and any donations given to his memory will be sent directly to Planned Parenthood. So uh, those of you who are trying to get me to cover this as uh, a quote-unquote vax death, um, this is one of the reasons why we don't do it, because all of these guys are woke, unbroke, and now dead. Uh, one of the last things Dick Wood did was to donate money to Planned Parenthood. The statement reads, as such, in lieu of flowers, donations in his memory may be made to the Planned Parenthood chapter of your choice. Um, raised in Montreal, uh, Toronto Metropolitan University's radio and television program, he pursued a career in stand-up and was featured on shows such as Conan, The Stand-Up Show, and John Doerr. His most recent, another uh, sacrifice, if you will, of Hollywood. His most recent production was in CTV's Roast Battle Canada, he survived by his parents, Howard and Joanne, his siblings, their spouses, and his uncle, and nothing left behind. So there you go. Appreciate that. Um, let's see. Newsweek putting this out, uh, D-Dowd Muska. Um, and we're going to get to your article tomorrow, if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, sure. R-, R. Kelly, Ghislaine Maxwell, prison sentence disparity, just to continue with our entertainment and uh, woke sport uh, stuff. R. Kelly uh, sentenced to 30 years today. Uh, many took to social media to express their thoughts after R. Kelly was given 30 years in prison and some pointed out the racial injustice. <laughs> uh, the difference in the length of the sentence given to a white woman, Ghislaine Maxwell, British, in a Brooklyn courtroom, a judge handed R. Kelly, whose real name is Robert, a 30-year prison term on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. Wendley's sentence comes after the R&B singer was convicted of sex trafficking and racketeering charges. Uh, according to the Associated Press, Kelly sexually abused fans in a systemic scheme that went on for decades. While some Twitter users were questioning the length of the sentence given to Kelly after former Jeffrey Epstein associate Ghislaine Maxwell was sentenced only 20 in prison on Tuesday for a part as one is likely the most the extensive, most extensive known worldwide sex trafficking operation in history. Uh, R. Kelly uh, was given a sentence one and a half times that of Ghislaine Maxwell. Tyler Hansen, an independent journalist and field reporter, pointed to the massive worldwide reach of Maxwell's crimes. R. Kelly was just sentenced to 30 years in prison for subjecting fans and children to sexual abuse. Meanwhile, Ghislaine Maxwell ran an international ring, and for that, she only gets 20 years. Hansen, in a follow-up post, mentioned the disparity in the sentences points to a larger problem. That's really, that's this is really what we need to, you know, summate after all of this. Both are obviously terrible, but it's clear who should have received the heftier sentence here. We can't talk about Maxwell's clients. They abuse and ruin the lives of counsel's people, but they are not important. Our system is completely broken. One woman suggested that race may have been a possible factor. Well, surprise, surprise. I hate to play the race card. No, you don't. You all play it daily, weekly, monthly, wherever you possibly can, and as many times, and twice on Sunday, definitely on Sunday, and right in front of us. You play the race card all over the place, and you love to play the race card because you usually think it's BS, but why does R. Kelly get life 
30 years, apparently, uh, is life. But uh, Ghislaine Maxwell got only 20 years. Another person on Twitter, baffled by the number of years Kelly received compared to Maxwell, commented, the math is not mathing. Very funny. Uh, while some were puzzled by the disproportionate sentences, others were satisfied that both Maxwell and Kelly were punished for their crime. So we will both leave it at that. So um, there you go. Uh, maybe celebrities get uh, punished harder than uh, people who are private citizens and citizens of other cities, uh, Dowd. I guess I should read some of the other uh, texts that have uh, come in uh, to the Kiva. Let's see. Jam those lines again. Q is back. Warn your audience. Disney is satanic. That is good. Hey, Beto, where's your tweet blaming Biden for the 40-plus dead immigrants found in an abandoned trailer? We saw him address that. You don't care, just an evil opportunist. Let's see. A woman screaming at Fauci. I will never let any man tell me what I can do with my body. Fauci laughing, smirking. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? I don't need to speak about Ghislaine. The Raiders were the gayest, too. Carl Nassib just came out so he could keep his job last season. Oh, that's funny. Do we have a gay NFL player? I didn't know that. A perfect photo of the pro-baby killing protesters and their sex strike. Uh, Jabba the Hutt with purple hair. <laughs> red eyeshadow. I'm on a sex strike. That's about right. Is that par for the course? That's about right. <laughs> Good evening, Eddie. I had to write and tell you that I'm enjoying your sense of humor tonight. You are just funny, and I love your honesty and sense of humor. Thank you, Judy. Judy in disguise. Uh, let's see. W Willie was also sewed into his bed. What? By his first wife and beaten with a frying pan. <laughs> he came home intoxicated. That, sure. That's awesome. Sweet Texas justice right there. Broom handle, not a frying pan. Not a, not just a one approach to the problem. Yeah, yeah that's well, probably, to, apparently he learned his lesson. Uh, no, uh, three more times he didn't. Q versus rich matrix for women. Uh, this is what Dennis has. Oh, he's cute. That's what Dennis, he has. Uh, whatever. Quaid. Wasn't Dennis Quaid with Meg Ryan in a movie? Was it Inner Space? Inner Space, yeah. Oh, look at me. Making connections and I don't even watch. Moral turpitude is apparently what I was looking for the entire time. Uh, let's see. Your kids are the greatest for standing up to a doctor and not taking the... They actually stood up to their mother. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> Got it all covered. Yep, they did both just by listening to their dad. They don't want them. Hey, Sam. Sam, come in here. I don't know if you can hear me. <clears throat> not taking those gene therapy killer COVID mRNA shots. During my lifetime, I have always been judged by by being white and would lose jobs to so-called minorities. We're competing. I've done the work that no one in their right mind would do. But WTF, by the way, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is WTF. I'm white, and there's no one to complain to. While you're white, you just have to take what you get and not whine. I don't agree with that. Don't take anything. You don't take anything. We should have to kill your baby month to celebrate your abortions. I, I suppose. Yeah, when is National Abortion Month? It's coming. Yeah. yeah I think so. How many baby mamas by Wilt Chamberlain and R. Kelly? I don't know. Did R. Kelly father children? How many baby mamas from Hunter Biden? I have no clue. Nobody even knows. Where, I don't know. I just know when it comes to NBA and NFL players because it's all out there. They're literally bragging about it. It is a Soviet show trial to remove enemies of the states. Not going to happen. Can't do anything about it. No political will. Because the vaccine seems to have an effect on myelin sheath of nerve cells, it is likely to cause an increase in Alzheimer's and dementia. That I do know. That is uh, really good. Thank you, Stan, the man. John says, if a little pregnant woman is driving a car and gets in an accident, loses the baby, is the other driver held responsible for the vehicular homicide? Yes. Yes is the answer. 
Uh, if you kill a pregnant woman, I believe it is double murder. If I'm not mistaken, like in most states right now. Those prosecutions are regularly made if you yeah. kill a pregnant woman and the baby dies as well, yes. yes yeah, yes. that's correct. If you go by their logic, the baby that was lost was never alive until it is born. Crazy woman. Bremen High School in Illinois, Chicago, you know, uh, Dowd founded in, uh, what did you say, Irvine? Is that what you said? Imperial Valley. Sorry. Imperial Valley, yeah. yeah. Just funny to me that you mentioned Bremen High School. I attended Bremen for four years. Not a fun star story. So sad. Sorry about that. Uh, seriously, I agree that the January 6th hearings are toast. At least I hope so. Uh, was that the female Joe Biden speaking? <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, Eddie, uh, more Adam Schiff script writing. That's what I think is what you're saying. That's good. That's from Jenny. I know what love is. Lisa Murkowski is up for re-election in Alaska, and the late Don Young seat is open in the House of Reps, so I guess that's why he's headed up there. Yep, ballsy Ford. Ballsy. I love that. That's a dead ringer for me, too. And finally, sounds like Dowd needs to be potted up. could barely hear him doing that. I did. I potted, uh, I potted uh, uh, the Dowd 3000 right up. We ought to hear the Dowd 3000. Dowd, uh, lay it on us. Our top five is found every morning at... Rockoftalk.chat. Yeah, folks, uh, I put them out there, and you decide which ones you want to click on. Now, these are the top five from our daily email that goes out at 4 o'clock every a.m. Every a.m., you can subscribe at rockoftalk.chat. Number one, I love my animals. You know I love my animals, and my listeners and my readers do, too. Large black bear shot west of Tucumcari was ripping apart a chicken coop, and uh, people in rural New Mexico... They, they kind of like their Second Amendment, and they like defending their livestock and their lives. This bear had a bad day. Picked the wrong chicken coop. Uh, number two, in Hobbs, uh, more animal violence. Two dogs were shot where a third dog had been stabbed. Uh, some sad news in Hobbs. Uh, let's, let's see what we have. We'll see what we can deal with that, folks. Animal abuse, not good. Uh, number three, a new TV series coming to New Mexico, National Treasure, based on the movies, going to be filming in New Mexico, and you're paying for it, folks, because that's what we do in New Mexico. Uh, number four, a small-town reaction to the Rona. This was a piece on National Public Radio out of Las Cruces. Eddie, this piece just broke my heart about how everyone down in uh, in Columbus uh, took, their, took the vaccination because Spanish-language television told them to take the vaccination. Uh, uh, number five is our final piece here. City of Albuquerque aiming for greater inclusion among their solid waste department workforce because we don't have left-handed uh, lesbians uh, picking up your trash yet in uh, in Albuquerque. But one day we will, folks. And that was our, our number five. Subscribe, rockoftalk.chat. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess when we return, I'm going to cover the immigrant uh, uh, story about uh, what happened down in Texas. So I think I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and do that. So you don't have to worry about that story. We'll see you tomorrow bright and early 4 p.m. Please subscribe, folks. We got a couple of subscribers yesterday. I'm begging you to uh, subscribe. Uh, keep doubt here. Keep doubt. Keep doubt giving out the truth. We need our supercomputer. I don't want to have to replace that, too. So I've had to replace enough computers this year. And the last thing I want to replace is our, our D-Dowd, our beloved D-Dowd Muscar, Dow 3000. So thanks, uh, Dowd, for joining in. Back to wrap the show when we return. We appreciate uh, you listening on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, com. Marky guy was sharing, sharing, got Sharia, she was sharing, Sharon's outlook on the topic of disease. Mikey had a facial scar and Bobby was a racist. They were all in love with dying. They were doing it in Texas. 
saw me play piano like a kid out in the rain And then he lost his leg in Dallas, he was dancing with the train They were all in love with dying, they were drinking from a fountain That was pouring like an avalanche coming down the mountain I don't mind the sun sometimes, the images it shows I can taste you on my lips and smell you in my clothes Cinnamon and sugar Some will die in hot pursuit while sifting through my ashes. Some will fall in love with life and drink it from a fountain that is pouring like an avalanche coming down the mountain. I don't mind the sun sometimes, the images it shows. I can taste you on my lips and smell you in my clothes. Cinnamon and sugary and softly spoken lies. Never know just how you look. Another Mikey took a knife while arguing in traffic. Flipper died in actual death. He caught a nasty virus. Then there was the ever-present football player rapist. They were all in love with dying. They were doing it in Texas. Holly caught a bullet, but it only hit his leg. Well, it should have been a better shot. Got him in the head. They were all in love with dying. They were drinking from a fountain that was pouring like an avalanche coming down the mountain. I don't mind the sun sometimes. The images it shows. I can taste you on my lips and smell you in my clothes. Cinnamon and sugary and softly spoken lies. You never know just how you look through other people's eyes. Uh, Kintanji, hope they got that right. Kintanji, Katanji, 
Ketanji Brown Jackson will be sworn in tomorrow at noon as the newest Supreme Court justice. Replacing Stephen Breyer, she will uh, become the first black woman ever to serve on the uh, high court. So that is uh, coming out uh, tomorrow. The Honorable Katani Brown will be sworn in as the 104th Associate Justice of the Supreme Court. Uh, they wrap up everything uh, tomorrow at noon, and then she gets sworn in, and she's brand new. The ceremony is going to be streamed live on the court's website at supremecourt.gov if you want to go ahead and make history, right? A formula investigation and uh, investiture uh, ceremony will take place at the special sitting of the court. Hopefully I got that right. That's uh, coming directly from the SCOTUS blog. And then uh, finally, Kamala Harris. Kamala, Kamala, you say tomato, tomato. After guaranteeing the President Joe Biden will run for re-election in 2024, VP Kamala Harris. Uh, fearing the rumblings already going on, I've already told you who is going to be at the top of the ticket. It'll be Michelle Obama with AOC underneath. It's all hands on deck for them 2024. It's not going to be a slaughter come uh, this November, but it'll be enough to go ahead and make that move. She has uh, introduced doubt into whether or not the uh, elderly president will attempt to remain in office. The president intends to run, and if he does, I will be on his ticket. Make. We will run together, Harris told the LA Times reporter. Uh, Harris made the comments. On Air Force Two, after her advisors told the reporter that she wanted to come to the back of the plane to clarify the unequivocal response she gave, asked Monday if Biden would run in 2024. Joe Biden is running for re-election, she said, and I will be his ticket mate. Full stop. And uh, Joe Biden is 79 years of age, and uh, the slaughter that awaits uh, come November oh, will, will not be a slaughter. It will be uh, convincing victories across the country, but not in blue states. And Never let a crisis go to waste. Remember that uh, the Democrats uh, certainly do. And uh, there'll be something else happening this year that will, you know, probably pull back quite a little bit. And it'll be a lot more than uh, Roe v. Wade, folks. So uh, wait for the, you know, September surprise. Let's just put it that way. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I'll play the important uh, music for the September surprise, The Killing Moon from Echo and the Bunnymen. Stay tuned. Bill O'Reilly is next right here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIV, ABQ.FM. See you tomorrow, 4 p.m. for Thursday show. You kissed me, your lips a magic world, your sky all hung with jewels. The killing moon will come too soon. Fate's up against your will Through the thick and thin He will wait until You give yourself to him This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.